everybody! Hey there, guys! Welcome back to another Power Trip Gaming Powercast! Oh, yes! Now you're listening with, with power. power! Whoa! I let you have the opening. That's You don't and, let and me. Now, and now I oh got to say, now you're listening with Power. Oh you said PTG Powercast. Power Trip Gaming Powercast, and I let you say it on your own. You don't let you me say You can let it. me say, now you're listening with power. You don't, like, I'm literally halfway through, you're like, now you're listening with power. You don't let me say it. I Whoa, say wow. it because if I don't say it, nobody's going to. Oh, I just said it. I was in the process of saying it. You didn't say nothing. He just likes to steal your thunder. I No, that's half the thing is us saying now you're listening with power in unison because it's No, it's not powerful. It's not powerful with one man. It is powerful. With one man. Let's try that again. Right. You open up a power trip gang power cast and I get to say with Now power. you're listening with power right. on my own. Alright. Hey guys! Hey everybody! Welcome to another Power Trip Gaming Power Cast! Now you're listening! Listen with power! <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna win this fight. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul. That was a good opening, actually. I like that. Was, that was the opening. Put that before the music. That was the opening. All right. All right, guys. It's another Power Trip Gaming Podcast, as you so rightly found out two or three times. Um, how's everybody yes. doing? Surviving. How, how are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Kevin, what did you bring over today? So, I got sent up, like, Christmas cookies, and my mom found these uh, alcoholic chocolates and decided to send them to me because she figures I'm an alcoholic or something. <laughs> Well, if, if the shoe fits. <laughs> you mean, if, 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 I got another. <laughs> I had a good setup. I was trying if, to call it an the, alcohol joke. And if the work. bottle clanks. Yeah, I was about to say, if the bottle drinks, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so yes. There's, there's little dark chocolates that are shaped like oh, wine bottles. bottles, and one's vodka and one's tequila. So well, I opened one of each Why up. do you keep them next to each other? That's what and I'm going to do. You don't I'm even know which one's which. This is good TV, or good power casting, because I'm juggling them, and now I don't remember which one is which. And now you have chocolate turd stains on it. No, I'm just kidding. So now I don't know whether it could be tequila or vodka. But yes, they're little chocolate bottles filled with alcohol. I'm going tequila first. Yeah, I just got the... I've got the tequila. I'll let you know which one I get. Mm. All right, here we go. Are we, all, are we all trying these at the same time? Yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, if you bought it, they're hollow. Well, yeah, like alcohol in it. Like cherry cordials. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. Um, 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 um. I don't know what I have. It must be vodka because I don't taste much of anything. Oh, yeah, that's tequila, all right. <laughs> yeah, I got the tequila, and that one, it's actually, it wasn't bad. I'm assuming mine's vodka. It's not it a very, like shit. it's not a very strong, um, very strong tequila taste, which well, is like nice. It complements it very well. Usually, too, as you, you know, most people know as you cook alcohol, it loses some of its potency. Yeah, but right, they don't. Right. They didn't cook it though. You have to mix it with sugar and slowly heat it to make the syrup that's inside these. Oh, it's not actual like. I mean, liquid it's, tequila. No, no, no. I guarantee no. it's sugar or like I, I literally thought they took like a syringe and just like <laughs> injected it. in. Dude, if it was that, I would be enjoying these a hell of a lot more. No, actually, it was pretty good though. Yeah. Well, let's try the vodka. I almost don't want to try the vodka one though. Honestly, it did, all it just tasted like to me was dark chocolate. 
Yeah, but you don't even know which one you got. I have no idea. Oh, but that's, that's half the fun of this why one. Why don't you open that? Or why don't you have that one? Mm. Is that one? Oh, that's tequila. Oh, okay. That's tequila. <laughs> tequila one was good, though. They're both really good. That's good. Mmm. This is a good podcast. <laughs> no, these remind me of like back in the day when my parents used to bring home brandy cherries. You ever have those? They're like chocolate covered cherries, but There's the no syrup smell to the bottom. The syrup yeah. inside is brandy. It's so good. Those are good. Those are really good. Yeah, there's no flavor to the vodka one, really. No. The vodka one really doesn't have any flavor to it. No, it's literally like liquid inside there, but you don't even know what the heck it is. Hmm. Well, that was interesting. That was good. interesting. Hmm. Yeah, the tequila one definitely was the winner. Yeah. All right, guys. I definitely like the tequila one better. Yeah, I kind of do, too. I'm not a huge tequila fan, except for that one that you brought... Was it with from the, Mexico? Yeah, the one with the glass pineapple on the bottom. Mm. Oh, my God. That was the smoothest... Like it was I, normally tequila makes me cough because I'm not a hard alcohol kind of guy. Mm. Yeah. I'm an amaretto sour little not, baby drinks. If it's not fru fru, he's not drinking it. <laughs> it's delicious. I don't do shots, but no tequila is the one that I could do shots of. But the one you brought oh, yeah. that one time was so good and oh, smooth. God, yeah. Like it, that was a dangerous one. Just like I, I love my wines, Moscato, <clears throat> delicious. <laughs> Moscato's dangerous for me, <clears throat> but wine gives me a headache. <laughs> Uh, As yeah. it does most people. Yes. There is no worse hangover than a no, wine hangover. A wine hangover is Never the had a hangover. worst. <laughs> <sighs> I can't drink anymore. I'm too young. Or too old now. Woodchuck. And that sucks. Yeah, it sucks to be too young. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was good. Okay. But anyway, uh, what's going on with you guys in your lives? Paul, have you played Pokemon yet? No. no. Is it still sealed? Ah! Yes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so he's going to be just like you with his PS3 game with your PS3 games. No, he's gonna have I it actually looking all pretty on a shelf and it's still going to be shrink wrapped. Which is sad cuz he's going to lose out on the free money he gets from the the game disc. What do you mean from the game disc? So on the Switch they have a program where you can claim these coins and okay. it's it's basically money for the shop. Oh, okay. But you have to redeem it within a year of the game's release. Oh, no. well, you I got do, time. I do plan on opening it. Actually, I um uh, tonight I actually have to um, go to the airport, and so I was actually going to bring my Switch with me, oh, and oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Pokemon. There you go. There you go. With me. So do they like all games? Then you can redeem. Yeah. How do you? They redeem? all have. There's a you... slip of paper in it that comes in. It says something about Nintendo coins. Oh, okay. And you'll just you'll go into the shop. You'll put in whatever code they have, and then it'll. Oh be, God. They've no, been doing it since easy. the 3DS, I think. Hmm. I have no idea. Well, but, but no, this with this, if you just hit like the options button on the game, it, uh, there's like a my rewards option oh. in oh, the menu. You hit that, that and I, then it says claim game. Well, just because I because I, I played through all of Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, and I don't recall seeing that. But mm. I mean, maybe I, I wasn't also looking for it either. So. Yeah, because yeah. I, I know one of my Switch games came with a code to do it. Oh, that might be that might be for something else. That might be well, for... Well, it gave me coins. That's why I was oh, using the shop, because it was like five bucks worth of coins. Yeah. I'll show you I'll show you when we're done, but I. that's why I've made it a habit. Anytime I get a Switch game, first thing I do is pop it in to get the game up on the screen and get any updates that need and claim the coins. Uh-huh. The only thing that sucks, and I they found this out... They disappear after a year. Well, they disappear after a year. So if, 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 you've owned, if a game is released more than a year ago, you can't claim coins, which I think is... And if stupid. you buy them from GameStop or pre-owned. pre-owned, you don't get the coins you either. You don't get the coins, it yeah. says, which is weird. But I guess kind of makes sense. Well, my guess is like the carts probably have some sort of data that gets written into them when they first get 
powered on. Or maybe like uh maybe maybe online. Maybe. maybe there's some sort of box check in their system that's like, yep, this one's been claimed. Probably. Because I remember I bought a game pre-owned and I tried to claim the coins and it's like, you've already claimed these. And I'm like, well, wouldn't I it? Just, claim shit. Well, wouldn't it be just like, um, what is it like downloadable Seriously. content and It'd stuff like, like well, that? I'd be like, like um, the bonuses that come with some special edition games. Like once you claim it, like or, even yeah, even the pre-owned places they put on there, like DLC has been claimed or something like that. So it's like the same thing with and, the coins. Or I it's it's like a, the the game the cards have built in. Um, Remember serial keys for PS for PC games? Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's something like that that where it does a ser yeah a server check and it's like oh no 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 this one's already been matched up. Mm -hmm. My first thought was I thought it was going to be based on an account. So if like this account has already claimed, oh, it, you know what oh, I mean? That makes more gotcha. sense. But, but then again, you could abuse the <clears throat> system that way. Yeah, so I kind of understand why they did it that way. Mm -hmm. But maybe yeah, next time you get the chance, load well, up your games into there and, and claim the coins because I mean it's it's not much. It's usually like anywhere from fifty cents to a dollar, well, but it adds up. It adds up. It adds up if you buy a couple games. Yeah. But honestly, I wouldn't expect Nintendo to allow people from like secondhand stores to be able to redeem that stuff. No. I mean, hell, they did the. Uh, the, the Star Tropics thing, that, that code that you need to give to Subsea so that you can dive that 747 that you have to put, like, the um, the letter from your uncle oh, underwater. The yeah. They literally did that so that um, so that even, like, uh, the, the shops, renting, yeah, yeah, the used shops and, like, blockbusters and stuff like that, that was a way to combat you from renting the game. Like, you had to buy the game to get the code to... Uh, to, to make it past that point in the game. Which is funny, because even as a kid in Star Tropics, that was about as far as we could make it without having to rifle yeah, through our... Yeah, because you didn't have the instruction yeah, booklet. Without having to rifle through the uh, Nintendo Powers to find oh, the yeah. code. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was... I mean, it was... I it, was in, it was interesting, but they yeah. also did it as almost like copyright type thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Made you buy the game new. Old yep. school DRM. Yeah, yeah right? Love it. <laughs> but, uh... All right, so you still haven't played Pokemon. Beats. <laughs> yes, I still haven't gotten a Surfetched. Yeah, thanks. Son of a bitch. Don't worry, we'll kick your ass with him. <laughs> oh, yeah, stupidest Pokemon, stupid. But yeah. All right, what's what's new with you? Uh, not too much. I've actually played. I I've. Uh, what was I playing last time we were on? Who cares? Hmm. I started playing Anthem for the PS4. Huh. Very underrated game. Um, I actually plan on having this conversation as a topic on our next PowerCast, but like that, that type of genre. But uh, I like the game a lot. Uh, it's a shame it kind of that people received it very poorly. Oh, yeah. That's... Which I, I can see a little bit. It, it's kind of glitchy. I, there are some issues I've run into where things are happening that shouldn't be happening. Or like, I'll change the color on my uh, javelin and all of a sudden my entire color palette goes purple or white. And like things freak out that shouldn't. So I close mm. the game and restart it, and everything corrects itself. So, I mean, I can see where it's kind of buggy. It almost feel <laughs> it feels like a Bethesda game. <laughs> it's not that bad. I can't, it's not, it's not, I can't make stairs with paintbrushes. So. <laughs> but, uh, no, I absolutely adored the game. I think it was great, because I went on a kick where it's like, I kind of wanted to get back into Destiny 2, but and then you tried. Destiny <laughs> fucked everything up. Destiny 2 com is completely a shell of what it used to be. And it, it, it made me so mad that I, I kind of wanted to just play something else. Mm -hmm. Like, Destiny 2 now is free to play, 
comes with yeah so even you could pick up destiny 2 right now for free that's terrible because well i mean it's good for people who've never played it before but what about the people who paid like full price for this game it gets better the first three expansions are all free oh wow so, so the season you... pass for destiny 2 if i'm not mistaken was another 60 dollars, right i don't know something like that so i spent 60 for the base game i did not get the season pass but had i that's another 60 which are now all free so really they're making you pay for the latest two expansions forsaken and shadow keep because that's where like the game they kind of broke away from activision bungie mm -hmm. did so that's kind of where the breaking point was was at mm -hmm. forsaken and that so really they they pretty much reduced the game to 40 dollars wow. because you can get everything else for free and then these two expansions were about 40 bucks yeah so I loaded it back up, and, and I was like, all right, well, let's see what's new. You know, whatever. Because I, I started a new character. I'm like, I'll go through, like, the stories and stuff again. The stories are completely optional. Like, for, Des like, the story for Destiny 2 and the three expansions, you don't even have to do the story. So it's like, I feel... It almost went true MMO instead mm. of, like, how the games originally started where it was story-based but could also be played with more people. I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like there's no sense of progression. I don't want to buy Forsaken and Shadowkeep. So maybe maybe those they force you to do the story, but I don't think they do. I, I would highly doubt it. So it just seems, to me, the game's is it's definitely a shell of its former self. And I, it made me really mad. So I, I broke away from it, and then I plugged in Anthem because Kevin bought it for me for when it launched, and I hadn't played it, which I felt bad. But no, you didn't. You no, still have PS3 games you have never touched. That's true, but Anthem I felt bad because we were supposed to play it I together. Mean, how long has El Shaddai been out? <laughs> That's a good point. And it's still shrink wrapped. My brother got me for Christmas one year, and that game was amazing. <laughs> it was. <laughs> the demo was amazing. I still have Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yeah, so. I got for you. <laughs> yep. I'm so I'm surprised you haven't traded it in yet. I don't blame you on that one. I don't. Hey. I don't trade in games. Hey, fuck you! I love that game. I, I love the do. 13 series. I, I know you do. I don't trade in games. But uh, so yeah, I love Anthem. I I really hope that they pick up pick up more of it and, and it continues on because it was a great concept. Story was mm. great. The lore was great. Everything just, just felt really cool. I didn't say it was gameplay wise. It's one of the smoothest games of that type I can think of. Yeah. And then being able to transition from, like, running on the ground to flying, like, flawlessly... Yeah. ...was amazing. Your, your mm -hmm. javelins can fly. That's the name You're of You're basically Iron Man. Yeah, you ever... Uh, you wouldn't know the reference. Um, yeah, Iron Man. <clears throat> no. Well, yeah, I what's, suppose Iron Man... What's, Iron what's Man? the reference that you're... Bubblegum Crisis. You wouldn't... The anime? It's an anime. Oh, okay. From, like, back in the day. No. Um, no, it's it's Iron Man in his various suits. The Colossus is the Hulkbuster. Okay. The Ranger is his basic core model. The Storm would be one of his specialty like space-based ones because it's a wizard. Oh, okay. And then the Interceptor is one of his lightweight stealth suits that's super oh, gotcha. fast. Okay. Oh. So yeah, there's like the four classes and stuff. And Gotta it's... speak in terms he knows. <laughs> that works. That's clear. <laughs> <day. laughs> yeah, <laughs> But no, like just the movement is flawless. It felt it. It was great. And each of the classes at least feels completely different, even though the base, like the core gameplay, is still shooting. Yeah. Because of their abilities and stuff, the way they handle is very different. Like uh, mm -hmm. interceptor is like a melee based thing, so I can run and use dual bladed daggers and beat the shit out of things. Whereas like storm is sitting back and casting doing spells, his finger wiggling spells at people. <laughs> <laughs> felt like force powers finger wiggling <laughs> but uh anyway yeah that's topic for another day uh what have, what have you been up to kevin what have you been playing 
Um, I beat, just recently played Fallen Order, and that was... What is Fallen Order? Star Wars Jedi oh. Fallen Order. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah? Yeah. I, I heard it was a lot of platforming. Yes. It's more... Imagine... Something like the Uncharted series or early Tomb Raiders, where it's it's more... It's the story, and then you're going through environments to like get the piece together to stuff with combat sections in between to basically break it up. Mm. And then combat is a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, it's you know the Dark Souls or style. It's slower combat like that, but like <clears throat> your actions feel like they have kind of weight behind it, even though it's a little odd to say about a lightsaber. So like Monster Hunter sort of Star Wars Force Unleashed. Not as arcadey feeling. Oh, okay. But like, there's more emphasis on like the uh, the exploration and platforming. And oh, okay. Yeah, there's more platforming than Force Unleashed. Yeah. It's not like a hack and slash. The combat is, yeah, I, I it's really weird how to explain it because because like there are certain enemies where you like basic stormtroopers. It's basically either just deflect their blaster bolts back at them, or just get in their face and hit them once they're dead. But then you have, like, Purge Troopers, which are slightly stronger guys that they get to, like, take your time and counterattack. Um, in that regard, it's kind of like Sekiro, where it's the timed blocks. Well, you'll time block it, and you'll knock them off the right, like, off their balance. balance. You can get an opening to hit them and stuff like that. So it's like a parry system. Yeah. Interesting. It played really well, though. I'll have to bring the disc over and, and have you play that one. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy that one. We'll have to look at that. And it's not ridiculous over the top force powers like uh force unleashed had yeah i remember force unleashed was it was a little i loved force unleashed it was a cool i I liked it too it was a cool like idea i I, i've never played them but i remember watching you play them and i thought it was a neat concept and but yeah force unleashed one was fantastic force unleashed two over promised and under delivered yeah so badly yeah fable anybody (laughs) (laughs) well and part of the big issue like Force Unleashed wise, they screwed stuff up as far as um, where was it supposed to fall in the timeline? Wasn't Force Unleashed like a in not between? Un- it was it was the first game to take place in between prequel and original trilogy. Yeah, that's what I think. Three and four because yeah. I think Darth Vader was at the end of of Force yeah. Unleashed yeah, one. Yeah, because they, they had the dark side ending where you could kill Vader and become and then you become basically Vader. You become yeah. the new Vader. The new yeah, you become the Emperor's uh, apprentice. Oh, cool! So, yeah, and then uh, I remember there was downloadable content where, where there was actually Luke. yeah there was actually levels in episode five and I want to say was there an episode six one yeah there was like an Endor one too. Well, the game <clears throat> was there Endor. I think I know was. you played as Vader and Kashyyyk. Oh yeah, that's right. You also played as Vader and Kashyyyk hmm. yeah. at the very beginning so, of the game. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it was good old days. <laughs> But actually, that that oh, I'm sorry, were you done? No, no that was good. That'll trans uh, uh, tra- transfer right into our topic. Right transition. into the, it'll transition right into the topic of today's discussion. Wow, it looks like you're on your A game. Oh, those, those uh, <laughs> alcohol chocolates affecting you already? <laughs> you guys can't see it, but I'm spitting my head. Which it's is this shit you're drinking? Which is indicative. <laughs> which is indicative. When he spins his head, that means he knows he's drunk. I drink. <laughs> no, uh, it'll transition nicely into the topic of the day. The Pokemon! One of the most, well, it's close. One of the most powerful franchises in cinema, 
and almost game history in a weird way. No, it, well, not look, game history. Uh, well, it's got a long. It's got it a does long, have a long history. It does have a long history, and, and it goes back all the way to the Atari. And it, it used arcade to be, before then. And yeah. it used to be powerful. It's not quite as powerful as it was, and it's only going downhill from here. Well, anyway, yeah. Star Wars. I don't like it. I, can't. <laughs> I hate you. Why I hate you so much? Okay, so let's let's start off by trying to get to the bottom of this. What do you not like about I, Star Wars? I can't answer this right now. He does not like things that are cool. No, it's not that. <laughs> you don't like things that are fun. Yeah. No, it's not that. Which honestly, you'd though, rather be playing stupid games. <laughs> well, it's Destiny funny. Destiny too much. <laughs> It's such a jackass. <laughs> well, it's funny because, the, like, when I think about it, it should technically tick all the boxes of things I like. I like sci-fi, and I love like, like sword and sorcery, swords story. and sorcery and stuff like yeah. that. So I'm Star Wars, I should love because it's in line with some of the Final Fantasy games that are the combination of fantasy and sci-fi, yeah. or Star Ocean, or yeah. Fantasy yeah. Star. Like, I love those games, but Star Wars, I. I can't get into it, and I don't know why. I I I've only ever seen two movies: episode one and episode five. Okay, <laughs> so it's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I I don't know. Like, is it because of the like the whole mythos? There's just too much to take in. God no, that's not that's not the. Oh, that never would have been an issue for him because he doesn't no, read. No, no. So he. I don't read, and I I couldn't give less of a shit about that. But it's it's. I, I feel like maybe it's the way they present it in the movies that made it so where I didn't like it. Well, I'm gonna say transitioning from the original trilogy to the prequels, they do sort of well, they shit. fuck things up. They kind of shit on the mysticism of the Force because yeah. the only one of the big things I remember in the in in the first not see now it, just, it fucks me up because yeah, when I say same. original trilogy, that I mean that's four, five, and six. Yes. yes. So when I'm prequels, the pre yeah, when I. The prequel trilogy made one, two, the Force like little bugs. Yes, <laughs> like, it made it. It made it metachlorians, which is kind of like a space bugs. Yes, it, <laughs> like scab space scabies. No, it's not. Oh my god! No, it's not it's in your scabies. cells. It's not on your skin. It's in your cells. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Which I, is space scabies. The entire thing never made sense to me because okay, that explains how the Force is in organic stuff. Does not explain how it's in inorganic stuff. Yeah. See, I always thought the force was supposed to be like an, a mystical energy field. Uh, yeah, yeah, like an ethereal type of thing that you channel. Like that was the idea That's of the force. It it's it, like like for all intents and purposes, like bending from like Avatar. Like it was kind of it's an energy that you harness and shape, not so much that you like. I don't know. But then they talk about force sensitive people, and then there's bugs, and it got it got so bizarre. So, I, I honestly, I think that the reason why it went down the road of Metachlorians is because... So, yes, there was the original trilogy. When people refer to the original trilogy, they mean episode 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. They were the first ones that came out. 1977 was episode 4. God, 80, that blows my mind. Technically, when it released in 77, it was just literally Star Wars. It was just it, Star Wars, It yeah, wasn't right. episode 4. Nope, it wasn't. Granted, it was already written as part of a larger saga, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it was literally just called Star Wars yep, when it, it released. Wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't, uh, was it, episode 5 was called Star Wars episode 5, 
Empire Strikes Back. And that actually confused a lot of people. Yeah, and then they they went back retroactively and did change Episode 4, or to, A New Hope 2, Episode 4. Yeah. Mm. Because literally, George Lucas didn't know if it was even going to be successful, so he basically... Grabbed his favorite that's why, part of the story. <laughs> that's why Episode 4, A New Hope, why you can start it, you can stop it, and you don't have to see another Star Wars movie. It'll feel like it's a, its own complete story because he didn't know if he was going to get a chance to tell more stories. That's kind of what each trilogy feels like. It's a self-contained story if you just watch those trilogies. It, it is to a point. <clears throat> but with episode one, so George Lucas had already made episodes four, five, and six. You right. knew that Darth Vader was the ultimate baddie of the entire galaxy, feared throughout all of the, the planets. Would that be the Emperor? Well, Is yeah, the emperor technically the but big he's baddie? but he's more of like the emperor's hand. Like he's Do the it. guy, he's the guy who you see. <laughs> well, like, you also got to remember, front lines. yeah. In the original trilogy, you don't see Palpatine until. An episode. I mean, you see him as a hologram in episode five, but you do you not see him physically until the final episode, movie. Yeah. When he electrocutes people. Yes. That actually, I saw that part. That was one of the few parts I did see of episode six is when he was shocking the dude. I remember thinking, yeah, yeah that guy's ugly. So Darth Vader has always kind of been the face of like yeah. the the Empire. Is uh, Emperor Palpatine has always been doing it behind the curtain. People knew who he was, but people were scared of Darth Vader because he was the one who would like physically go somewhere to. He was his enforcer like, yeah, for the mob to, boss to do something bad. And so everybody already knew that he was the ultimate baddie of the galaxy. Well, then episode one happens, and it's like, well, he's got to come from somewhere, and we know that he it, that he was a good person, he was a Jedi that was special, that then ended up turning to the dark side. It's like, well, how do we distinguish how he is special? What makes him more special than others? It's like, well, no, Yoda is, is old, he's smart, he's wise, like, that's, he is distinguished, but how do we make Anakin... I got it. Space Medi Jesus. Space germs. We got it. Metachlorians. <laughs> he's got more metachlorians. We'll say he's even got more metachlorians than Yoda even. So that's he is a he is a space anomaly. We don't know what happened. So therefore, boom, this kid's the chosen one and he's going to become a Jedi who then goes on the path to to the dark side. Well, I think in even in some of <clears throat> Lucas's original like drafts for the story, Metachlorians, I think, were originally in there. I, it's, I don't think they played a very big role. Of they it, were mentioned at like I, I, they're he's they're in his notes somewhere because he had there's, something of like, the wills too or something. They like actually that. exist yeah. in the series. Yes, well, because there's the father, the mother, the brother, and the sister. Yeah, they all exist. Those mm -hmm. are the wills. They mm -hmm. they they weren't put in until like much later. Mm -hmm. Because they kind of expanded on the whole, you know, mythos of the Force. So yeah. That's supposed to be like the like the the Holy Trinity, basically. Yes, yeah, like, of, of, of like Ghost. of like the Force. Yeah. yeah, sort of. But they're not actually. But this is not really they, beings. And it's not yeah. a religion. It's like a. And it's not a religion. Yeah. No, it's no. not a religion. They are literally just force entities that yeah, that's the word I was that for. basically Entity. represent the various aspects of the Force. Mm -hmm. Depend. Which then gets a little confusing because there are different schools of thought on what the Force are. Mm -hmm. There's like the Living Force, the... God, I can't remember what the other ones are. Uh, but there's basically, there's the Force is alive, the Force is a tool, and the Force is just bullshit type, <laughs> type thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, huh. um... But yes, episodes 4, 5, and 6 were fantastic. 77, that blows my mind. Episodes one, two, and three, 
They weren't so very well received. Well, people really... Well, I don't think that people were turned away completely from it, especially right. since episode three really kind of like... I heard it really darkened it, it, it up. Was, it was good. And then, uh, what was it, uh, 12 years later, they released episode seven, eight, nine. once Disney took over the properties, and now it's kind of well, in that slide again. I also think going from the original trilogy back to like to the prequel trilogy... I think there was a bit of, like, it was kind of jarring going from one filmmaking style to another. Because mm -hmm. 4, 5, and 6, while Lucas did 4, um, was it Ivan Kirshner did, Irving Kirshner, did yeah. 5, mm -hmm. and then... And Richard Marquand. And, and who did 6? Richard Marquand. Okay. Yeah. So, like, Lucas wrote it, but then he had other people come in, chiefly his wife at the time. Mm-hmm. Do did like clean up on the script, change dialogue, did this, and then other people directed. That's why those movies were so good. Yeah. With one, two, and three, it was Lucas doing he all. He did of everything. It. Yeah. The dialogue was shitty because Lucas can't write dialogue. Lucas to me is like Kojima, like for video games. Great idea, man. Don't let him be in charge of doing shit. Well, <laughs> and the problem is if you've ever seen like documentaries on him. Um, He's egotistical as fuck. He was, and people were scared to say no to him. Yep. So he would literally, whatever was plopped in front of them, is like, George, this is great. This is going to be fantastic. To be honest, he George did, being. for a while at the height of his thing, he was like Spielberg in that no one ever wanted to say no because they didn't want to turn down the next multi-billion dollar in, like movie franchise. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that that's kind of how directors like that get to a point where they start producing crap and people Nobody are just like anything. yay I mean it's like no I mean, look at Avatar pretty shallow as fuck oh no I hate that movie there, <laughs> there, there's nothing to it other than it's pretty and looked good for the 3D no it's it's Pocahontas yeah mm -hmm. I was thinking Dances with Wolves but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the same story same story, <laughs> same story. <laughs> but uh, yeah back to Star Wars so like there's also like a tonal shift in the storytelling because one, two, and three are very political mm. thrillers yeah. with bits of uh, like sci-fi and action put into them. One, two, and three felt de or looked depressing to me because you know he's going to become Darth Vader. So like, there's a point, and I think this maybe part of me is is, is hard to watch because it's like I kind of already know what's going to happen with with one, two, and three and all mm -hmm. that, and it's like. One, two, and three, it's like, all right, you see this, and you hope he's going to be good. He's not. <laughs> but mm -hmm. you, you know he's not. So it's Well, like, it, that's, it, it's... that also sort of makes the story yeah, that much more depressing because you know no matter what he does, he's going to fall. Yeah. And mm -hmm. like, But it, it's one of those things where it's not so much the destination, it's how he got there right, that, yeah. that's important for the storytelling. But yeah, like it became very, very political because of all the Trade Federation stuff and right. all the stuff, all the scenes with the Senate. Then they, you know, made screw ups like introducing Jar Jar Banks, where he should not have been as much of a focal point mm -hmm. as a comedic character. Yeah, he should have been one or two scenes, and then off to the bucket with you. We don't care anymore. Yeah, but instead, Lucas kept pushing him to the forefront of everything, and mm -hmm. it was just like, why, why are you giving us this character? No one wants him. No. Mm -hmm. But I didn't say like, I wouldn't say the and I wouldn't say the franchise as a whole is on the decline because if you watch the Mandalorian, yeah, well, no, there's I think there's still there's like still Favreau, definitely yeah, he needs to be put in charge 
of Star Wars. No, and well, not Period. even no, not even just that. Him um, combined with uh, Dave Filoni as yeah. well too. I mean, there are people who are very talented storytellers and uh, mythos builders, like John Favreau with The Mandalorian, with Dave Filoni and Rebels, um, and and Clone Wars as well too. I mean, there's a lot of really good stories that they can still tell. It's just that the way that that they're forcing it down people's throats and with the whole thing of of this forced diversity it's like it tends to be a little bit too because people know that they're shoehorning in these types of things instead of putting them in because it's it's naturally and organically going to get to that point in the story yeah yeah i would say yeah that's to be honest, they need to. They, Disney needs to restructure everyone that's like, like I said, in charge of the Star Wars right now. Get Kathleen Kennedy out. She's done think... some good stuff by like approving <laughs> stuff, but then over. She's done good, some good things, but overall, it's been negative. Yeah, no, she hasn't done anything good. Um, well, it, it feels like for the past, like, however many, like past, like the prequels, it feels like all of the side stuff is doing better than the main. Line. Well. I, and part of me feels like that's because with like seven, eight, nine, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what they did, no, like you're not going to please everybody because everybody already has an idea of what Star Wars should be. So it's like one of those things where you're not going to be able to please most people. And I think people's hopes are so high for it that it's like I almost wonder if the pressure of it, like how do we make this? You can as, definitely see that with Episode Eight. Yeah, like how can we make this franchise as memorable as like four, five, and six, or one, two, and three? To so some here's people? so here's what ended up happening with the uh, with, with the this new trilogy, the Disney trilogy. Um, episode seven, you could tell. Okay, so J.J. Abrams was the guy who directed it. You could tell that he was very nervous about, and in fact, the first time that they had approached him to direct it because they liked what he did with Star Trek. Yeah, um, and how he, yeah, he he said straight down, he turned him down. He's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to no. touch it because how do you want to touch this there's, iconic? There's thing. no way that I can make this like I I can make it good. I can't please everybody, and I just feel like it's going to backfire me. Well, they finally gave him a big enough deal where he said, all right, I'm going to do it. Well, his way of doing it was, I'm going to create new characters. However, though, I'm going to use it in the backdrop of it's going to be a soft reboot to episode four. So a lot of it... Which I was okay with. There was a lot of unexplained stuff, unfortunately, that sucked. But you can clearly see with Seven that... He had a trilogy in mind. He did. He had an overall story, like, basically of how this is how it wanted to go, and he chose, like, the soft reboot of episode of four to kind of ease people into the new stuff, mm-hmm. which I appreciated, sort of, but at the yeah. same time, it's like, we've seen this movie before, just jump to the new For, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's, to me, that's where it's, like, seven, like, stumbled, Eight just jumped off a cliff and said, "I don't care where the ground is." Well, we're we're, <laughs> we're, we'll we're, get there. we're getting there. <laughs> but he knew that it was a very tight rope that he was walking, so oh, he yeah. played it the safe way. And that movie still ended up doing gangbusters at the box office. It oh. was one of the very few movies that has grossed over two billion dollars. Well, how long had it so, been since a Star Wars movie came out? It had been point? it had been about um, was it two thousand five was when episode so ten years. It was about yeah. ten years. So, so, I mean, people um, were so probably people were, people itching were waiting to get a for Star Wars. It, but they also wanted to see what 
he was going to do with this movie. Yeah. So then you okay, so it grossed two billion dollars. It was fantastic. Then you had Rogue One, which was one of their standalone Star Wars stories the following year, and that one grossed about I think it was like one point five billion. So I mean, it still did. It still did really good. And it's like with Rogue One, if you thought like the prequel trilogies were like, oh, I already know how this is going to end. Rogue One was that way worse. Really? Yeah, because Rogue One is literally a 90 minute run up to episode four. It's oh. so it's literally. Yeah. <laughs> so in episode four, they basically they get the plans to to find yeah. the weakness of the Death Star. Right, right. And right. what Rogue One is is that you find out that this guy is being forced against his will to work for the Empire, um, or for the Galactic Empire, and he is creating one of the he's one of the the leads of the creation of the Death Star, which technically goes against what one, two, and three established. What's that? One, two, and three established the was it the Genosians or whatever Genosians, the 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 bug people. They 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 got designed the they the, designed it. They designed and were building oh, the, that's and true. were building the Death Star. That's true. for the Empire. Like they unless were, they unless were they could, unless they could play it where they designed it and then uh, the guy from they kind of muddled he, it up. He there. basically that's... created or was one of the the lead. Uh, creators of the Death Star. Anyways, he was the one who put in the um, the shaft that was big enough for a photon torpedo and, and created this big weakness, this vulnerability right. that then was be was able to be exploited in episode 4 where right. Luke shoots the photon <clears throat> torpedo through Use it the and, force, Luke. and destroys it. Um, but anyways, it was a $1.5 billion movie. The, the series was still going great. Then they started to... They, they wanted to initially... And I think that even though they were still going to incorporate ideas from everybody's ideas, they had decided that the main trilogy, episode seven, eight, nine, they wanted three different directors for it. So they wanted J.J. Abrams. He was going to, to kick it off and get his ideas out there. Then it was going to be continued by Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. No, Ryan. It's Ryan. I'm going to call him Ryan. Cause, <laughs> cause Fuck him! Everybody calls him Ryan. I'm sorry. Um... But anyways, and then the the trilogy was going to be ended by a guy named Colin Trevorrow, who had actually done uh, Jurassic World, mm. and so they kind of wanted to recapture like so four, the, five, it, or six. It was almost like four, five, and six, yeah. where you have three different directors for three different movies. Okay. But those ideas, like the three guys, were going to be working together throughout the whole duration of it, so that they weren't jumping over each other, or so that they weren't incorporating ideas that had absolutely no bearing on the other ones. Right, they all wanted right. it to to fit together to with these yeah. three guys. Okay. Okay. Well, Johnson had a different idea of how he wanted to do his movie. Don't we all? <laughs> so he had literally, when before episode seven even started, he had written his idea of what he wanted his part in the movie to be. Episode seven came out, and he decided, I don't want to change anything of the way that I wrote mine, so I'm going to just keep it the way that it is. Yeah. And he didn't change a thing. So the characterizations of of the the main characters are nothing like they had been in the other movies. There were things that were established in that movie that had never been done before that should not have been done. Um, there was a, a scene where Leia, who is, I, I mean, she's never really practiced the Force. She's been Force-sensitive. Well, and see, that's where... that it, See, this is where it gets complicated, because... There was a in after four came out, 
and then there like, is another. And then five came, and then five came out. There was a, like a lot of people wanted more Star Wars. They started writing the novels. Yes, of course. They so this it expanded into this huge expanded universe. It was the novels. It was comic books, and stuff like that. Well, in the books. Leia wasn't just Force-sensitive, but a Force practitioner in some of the stuff. Yeah, of course she was. So, like, and then when Disney bought the property, they basically said all of the old extended universe is is garbage. It's legends. It's It's no longer canon. It's no longer anything. But they started picking and choosing aspects out of different stories, even for Episode Mm 7, that they liked from the expanded universe stuff and started using it without making sure it actually fit well into the plot. Because mm-hmm. wasn't like the whole animated series wasn't that... What, what was that series called? Clone Wars? Clone Wars. Wars. There, well, there was wasn't that considered non-canon as well? Uh, so yes. there was... The hand-drawn one is no longer canon. Correct. But the CG one... The CGI one, is. The CGI Clone one is still considered canon. Okay. Yeah. The, so is Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. Rebels is canon. Which is really, really good. And I, I believe Mandalorian. Obviously, yeah. now that it's Disney, it is canon as well, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Johnson had his own idea. A lot of the things that were built up in Episode 7 were basically just either disregarded or yeah. ignored completely. Oh, nice. Knights of Ren. Yeah, Knights of Ren <laughs> was something that they had brought Luke up. Failing. So, So Ky- uh, Kylo Ren is one of the main bad guys in Episode 7, and you find that he is a leader of this group called the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, Johnson does not refer to the Knights of Ren <laughs> at all in that movie. Nice. There's literally what one part where in in Episode Seven, Maz Kanata is one of the one of the characters. She ends up getting Luke's lightsaber um, th- when he basically got his hand cut off in Episode Five, and it falls in through the garbage chute of, yeah, of yeah. Cloud City. She somehow had that lightsaber, and you don't find out how how the hell she encountered it, how she got it, and so um, she even says. To the characters, that's uh, that's a good story for another time. Well, Johnson never came back to that story. Never well, to made be honest, any that's, comment. That's a side story that I'd rather see in comic form or something anyways. Maybe, but whatever. So then he also had, in Episode 7, this character named Supreme Leader Snoke, who is this big, ginormous guy. the guy with the guy. forearms? Forearms. No, maybe. Who am I thinking of? Or is he, he's like a robot dude with four arms. General got, Grievous. Maybe that's from, yeah. General Grievous. General Grievous. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I was oh, thinking. Stop it. <laughs> um, and so Snoke was this big menacing guy who you think, oh, okay, he's replacing like Sidious uh, of uh, uh, Sidious and the Emperor, and he's the 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 leader of this new order. I think it called the First Order, basically, and. Um, and so you could tell that J.J. Abrams was building him up to be something big. And what does what does Johnson do? He completely just disregards him, kills him off in the movie. And oh. it's, it's the stupidest thing. It's the stupidest well, way to kill him. I was okay with like with Kylo <clears throat> striking him down. I think that was fitting. Showing him stepping up to try to be the next like Sith Lord type I'm thing. Sorry for somebody. The way power- they did it though was such a bitch move. For somebody how how powerful he was, he couldn't tell that that was happening. Yeah, come on. I must say, isn't that like the whole idea of the Sith is like it's it's power over everything. Well, yeah, it's like a lot of backstabbing and shit like that. See, I remember in the games that was a big thing. But that the was Sith but that was also one of the things is, too is that people people had had said that Snoke was never mentioned as being a Sith. He was not oh, okay. a Sith. He okay. was he was well, a dark side te- practitioner, but he never was Technically a, a Sith. Vader and Palpatine aren't Sith either. 
I'm about to say, because I remember in the original, or it, the original, in episode one, <clears throat> you meet that fuck, what is Darth, Darth Maul? Maul. Darth and they, Maul. they say, oh, he's the only Sith left. Like, well, where's the rest of them? But well, it's not, is it? That's, that's where it gets, like, super fucking complicated with it's like, the they history. talk about the Sith, and they're just like, oh, he's the last one, and you never see another one. No, so... so it's like, what the fuck are they talking about? So that's where it gets, like, like I said, it gets, it gets really complicated. It gets a little bit complicated, because, actually, um, there was a... The novelization of Episode 1, which is canon, because it's the, the book of Episode 1. Right. Um, <laughs> but they basically establish in there that they don't actually bring up in the movie is that... There was a Sith Lord by the name of Darth Bane, who there was a lot of different spoilers it's from the old EU that Disney didn't want to use either. <laughs> yeah, well, well, technically he is canon because he was in the novelization. Yeah, but there was a lot of lore with Darth Bane that they basically just said, "Yep, it's now disregarded." But um, there was a lot of Sith Sith out there, lots and lots of them, and it was Darth Bane who said that there was too much backstabbing. There was too much. Of this, we have to take like they're all vying for uh, for the power, and they're basically destroying themselves, trying right. to beat the the light side. So it was him who said he in initiated the rule of two, where there can only be a master and there can only be one apprentice at a time. So which only two? Which Palpatine flat out disregards. Yes, he did. Because Palpatine trained Dooku mm -hmm. and Maul, yeah, and Vader, yeah. All simultaneously. Well, not really Vader. Vader came episode after three after he after Count he kills Duke Dooku, killed. but he was already but he, he was, was already still, guiding Anakin down that path. But he was he still, violated the yeah, rule of two. But he was still definitely <laughs> Maybe training. Why he failed? <laughs> he was definitely training Dooku and Maul at the same time. That was yeah. So, uh, what race was Darth Maul? He is. I can't remember what um, his race is. Because every time I think Sith, all I picture is Maul. But he's not. Like, I, Sith isn't a race, it's a religion, right? No. It's like no. Jedi? No. Sith originally was a race. There oh. is a, a race that are called the Pure Blood Sith no. that were originally on a planet. And now this, none of this is good anymore because it was all the extended universe. Right. I thought stuff. it was like the Jedi Order where um, it's, it's more of a mindset than an actual no. physical being. So there were these this Sith race that they were... They used the Force, but they considered it sorcery. Okay. Then dark side practitioners basically started getting attracted to the planet because of all the dark energy and stuff like right, that. Right. And they basically wiped out the old Sith and took their name and teachings okay. and became the Sith for, like, Force users. Okay. The Sith reminds me of... You remember Amarowind? Yeah. Do you remember the houses, the great houses? Yeah. Telvanni was one of them. The Sith remind me of Telvanni, where it's... It's... it's the strong survive. Like, I remember one of the teachings of Telvanni is, is when you're... Like, if you have something somebody else covets and they kill you, they're fine. Like, there is no charge for murder because they should have been able to protect it from you. Yeah. Like, well, it's like Apocalypse from X-Men. Yeah. It's the survival of the fittest mentality, and why the fuck yeah. can't I think of his species name? And uh, Zabrak. There we go. That was one Zabrak. of the greatest things I loved about the Telvanni is when you're, when you're <clears throat> trying to become, um, I believe they call it the Hordeter of, like, because you have to assemble all the races and all of the... The houses under one banner, they all need to recognize you. 
it's like the one for, obviously for like the other great houses you have to get them to agree with you so you have to do all these stupid bitch things to, yeah. to make them want to choose you as their hoarder for the Talvani they're like yeah you can either do it or you can just kill them one or the other like if you kill them well they sh maybe they should have chose to make you the hoarder <laughs> like it was really interesting and I remember the Talvani was, was such an interesting and that's what the Sith reminds me of yeah. it's kind of like the if, if you die it's because you were not strong enough yeah well I mean like the Sith originally had, like, well, there was a point, that's, that's right, they changed the name. So originally there was a, a Sith planet, too, called uh, Korriban, yeah. which yeah. is now Moribond. Moribond, yeah. Because yeah. they changed the name what? for some stupid reason. I don't know. It was um, it was Korriban in the books. Yeah, I feel and like then, I remember And Korriban. games. Yeah. And it was then in, I think in, was it, was it Clone Wars or was it Rebels that they changed it to Moribond? I don't remember. Because I remember Korriban, I thought, from Old Republic. I, yeah. It was, I, it was, yeah, it was, I think it was, it was when, when you went there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um... It was, a, it was such a stupid, <laughs> such a stupid little thing to yeah. change too. Like why? Yeah, let's take a K and turn it that way. Yeah, <laughs> but God dang, where was I gonna go? Um, yeah, so Sith originally like had the academies and stuff like that, and yeah. they were a lot like the Jedi, but just you know, dark side users. Mm -hmm. And like the whole rule of two concept was just dumb, because like okay, yeah, it's a rule of two, but that doesn't mean like okay, so say. Paul's the, like the Sith Lord, you're his apprentice. So the rule of two basically states that me as another dark side practitioner, I should not exist. You guys should be killing me. Mm. But I can go way the fuck over there away from you, get my own apprentice and start my rule of two over there. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing to stop it. Yeah, that's true. Huh. The rule of two was just it was an interesting concept, but it was it's such a flawed idea of basically this entire galaxy is for this Sith Lord and 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 this apprentice, but it doesn't work. How can two people take on thousands of Jedi? I thought it seemed like it's the way you guys make it sound. It's a way of keeping the apprentice from usurping the. the lord. But that's how. But that's also how you become the masters. You kill your your lord. Yeah, but it's. I think it was also their way of explaining why in There's Star Wars lore it was always like, okay, so Obi Wan trained Luke, Yoda trained mm -hmm. Obi Wan. And then it's and then they continued it like episode one. It was Qui Gon Jinn had trained Obi Wan. Yeah. Well, Yoda trained Qui Gon Jinn. Well, you, and then you find out later that actually Count Dooku was the one who trained Qui Gon, uh, Qui -Gon Jinn. Well, and I mean, Yoda see, trained Count Dooku. With, so it's like with the Jedi, it's slightly different because all Jedi train all Padawans, even though they have mm -hmm. one specific teacher, the one master they're under. Yeah. They do learn from all the other Jedi, whereas the Sith are. You're my apprentice. If you're getting instruction from someone else, I'm either going to kill them or you. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, ah, oh, the Sith are always so self-destructive that I that like. I like the idea of it because it was a way that it was always told that the Sith needed to stop battling each other and yeah. turn their attention to the light side. Like we're killing each other. We need to stop doing this to get more powerful and take the battle to them where it really needs to be. So the rule of two was established so that it's like they weren't just having this, this civil war and all this strife trying to gain all this power. It was to direct it to where it was supposed to be. Great in principle. The funny thing is, execution if, didn't really if you look at like how the Sith were, though, they were doing better than the Jedi were. Yes, they were. Even with all the infighting, when it came time, they were like, all right, we'll stop fighting for a minute. We're going to take that. It's ours now. Okay, now we can fight over who has it. <laughs> that was... Up, up, up. We got another threat. We're going to go fight them. 
And then we're going to start fighting each other again. And they were doing better than the Jedi ever could because the Jedi were like, we're not going to fight. We're going to we're going to think about yeah, this. The Jedi never be- made sense to me because it, their whole thing was apathy, right? It's you don't want to go one way or the other because then that influences what you're doing. Yeah, sort of. That's why both ideals well, are stupid. But but I also too, and yeah. I don't think anybody has ever brought this up. And uh, but I, I cannot be the first one to make this observation. Is that in episode one, I never understood the idea of the chosen one. The, like they say that he is Ooh, supposed to bring balance to the force. Well, when you look at episode one, and then you see, and then you go into like, ep- well, no, even even episode one. Um, so they're, the Jedi are saying that the Sith have been extinct for a millennium, and they they like they haven't been around for a long time. And yeah. now the Sith have returned, and yet you see that the Jedi, there's multiple Jedi, there's even a council of Jedi, and then you there find out... thousands in, upon thousands Yeah, and then Jedi. you find out in Episode 2, there's a whole shit ton of, of Jedi. It's like, if he is the Chosen One, and he's supposed to bring balance to the Force... Why wouldn't they see that coming? No, why wouldn't they see that coming? But no, but see, there's, there's two things. Yoda does make reference to this. Yoda said, remember, at one point he says, maybe we misinterpreted the... the, the the uh, the myth or whatever he says the legend or says something about that they, they may have misunderstood it. He's and not they, supposed to help us. He's supposed to help them. They he did, us out. and he did bring balance to the force. Yes, yeah, exactly. not the way they were expecting. Yeah, yep. it's the, they were really that naive that they thought well, oh, and, he's supposed to bring balance to the force and he's going to join our side. Like what? Well, There's and no that, Sith. And the, and that's a, if you actually look at it, yeah, one, two, and three. The Jedi are in power. The light side of the force is absolutely dominant. Mm-hmm. Well, Anakin falls, and he restores balance by wiping out the Jedi. Wiping out the Jedi. So then all of a sudden the dark side is in power. Then what happens in 4, 5, and 6? Vader turns on Palpatine and, well, kills. Balances the Force, basically. And guess what? There's no Jedi, and there is no Sith anymore. No, there is Jedi. There is Luke. But He's he's not a Jedi. He's never a Jedi. He was a Jedi. He did not become a Jedi until just, in the novels. He just uh, trained, but never actually became a Jedi. He, there were no masters. He trained under Yoda, but there were no Jedi anymore. Huh. Oh, that's right, because Yoda died. Hence anyway. the whole title of mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi is here. There are no Jedi. Uh, I see. <laughs> oh, okay, interesting. So, like, there is no Sith and there is no Jedi. There was balance again because neither of these shitbags are there. Mm. That's actually that's a really good point. I never actually thought about it from that perspective. That's a, yeah, so, uh, that that's the prophecy. Wow. Is yeah. they're, they're stupid. So he did bring balance to the force by basically eliminating it. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Interesting. And, re- and basically yeah. resetting the counter to zero. To zero. Yeah. So really, episode. Uh, six could have just been like, that's it. <laughs> There's balance. We're done. Yeah. Well, well, until the next generation of force users start cropping up and some choose to go one down one path and some down the yeah. other. See, now why is it that, like, if you're a dark or a dark side user, you're, like, automatically bad? That's not true. That's what, well, that that, they not, always, cons- they always perceive it that way. Well, in, in these. See, that's part of the failing of the, te- that's part of the failings of the Jedi in and of themselves. So... Like, everyone, like, all the Jedi see that anytime you use the dark side, well, you're corrupt, you corrupt your flesh, and all of this stuff happens. Well, that's not guaranteed to happen. Because I remember, like, in the Knights of the Old Republic games, you could use Sith, or dark side powers as a Jedi, but you didn't have access to, like, the heavier, like, the force choke, and all shit, like, the force crush, or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. What was the what was the heavy one for Force that? Crush? Was as, Force as, Crush? Like you went Jedi Consular. You started off as Consular and went Dark Side Sith Lord. Yeah. You got Force Crush, which was the strongest Force power in the game. Yeah, 
But I remember, because that's actually is a little digression here. When I did Knights of the Old Republic, I went pure force build. Because let's be honest, that the force fun. powers are like the coolest thing that Star Wars has ever done. Lightsabers too. The lightsabers are neat, but honestly, I, I'm a sucker for like wizardry and, yeah. and slinging shit. And it always felt like the light side got shafted on like... Spells well, aren't the right word. When, but, like, and that's that's where like the failings of the Jedi come in. Like... So they're not allowed to have physical attachments, which they're basically monks. They give right. up their worldly goods to to do what's right and what's better for the the Republic and and humanity and well. It's not about me. Happens. It's about us. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's about the collective good. But that's also where their teachings fail because they become apathetic to the plights of other people and don't act it's oh we got to stop and think about this how are we going to do things should we talk about it should we do this should we do that and then that's where you get jedis like mace windu and qui-gon jinn who are like fuck this bullshit we're gonna go do stuff mm-hmm. and even like revan because the jedi refused to act he went to mandalore and fought so mm-hmm. that they wouldn't wipe out entire pe- like Civilizations by spreading war. Yeah, that was actually. Uh, yeah, you you took the two that I was going to say too. Is that it's never there. There were so yes. There's we, the light side and the dark side, but then there's also what they call the gray, where it's like you're in between, where it's you kind of walk that fine line, but you still ally yourself with one side or the other. But Qui Gon Jinn was actually considered a gray Jedi because he's the only he's the he, only canon gray Jedi too. Yes. Yes, because he he was a, a he was on the light side. He was on the good side, but he would constantly battle and argue with the way that the Jedi did things. Mm. He didn't always agree with it, so he was kind of what they considered reckless. Yeah, and so that's why he was considered gray. And in the case of Mace Windu, even though he wasn't a gray Jedi, they said that he fought with um, Vapid. The top, the, yeah, the pod and, or something. And I, I want to say the lightsaber style he uses draws upon the dark side yes. to fight. And I want to say that that was actually made canon in the episode three novelization, and, maybe in, in the Clone Wars series. And in the Clone Wars series, is that basically he does he gives in to the dark side, but he goes to a point to where he's not able to be taken over by the dark side, but he embraces it so that it gives him more power and more strength. He channels it back into the enemy themselves, basically using their darkness to defeat them. Yeah, like a judo move. Well, and then yeah, I forgot, there is, one other, yeah. there is one other Jedi who actually does sort of use dark side type powers, Plo Koon. Oh, does he really? He oh, has a form that. of force lightning called force judgment. Oh. Which is literally a light side version of force lightning, but instead of being the blue, it's green. Oh, nice. Huh. So, like, he actually, like, he was another one that should technically have fallen under Grey Jedi, because mm. he was he, learning about other ways of the Force that the Jedi wouldn't, would be considered heresy. Hmm. Honestly, that's kind of where I feel like 789 should have gone, is instead of Jedi and Sith, there should have been a third faction that rose like through gray. the ranks to yeah. wipe out the well, other two. To be honest, that's where... That's I, where I think Snoke was supposed to come in, where it's like, Snoke, they never, like, he wasn't Sith. Yeah. He, he well, was think, a dark side practitioner, but he wasn't. He wasn't I full think he on. Was, like I think he was supposed to be the kickoff point for either Kylo or Rey going the middle path, mm-hmm. realizing that neither path works anymore. Yeah. Which I mean, Yoda sort of does. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. in is it? Uh, yeah, I think it's eight, in eight. Eight. He's in um, eight. Yeah. Where Yoda's basically like, yeah, the old teachings don't work. Burn that shit to the ground. Yeah. And he literally uses. 
he uses the force to call a lightning bolt down on an old Jedi temple tree and burn it down before Luke can get stuff out of there, even though the books weren't in there. And that is one of the first things, well, not one of the first things, but one of the many things that Ryan Johnson does that n no character has ever done in the stories before. <laughs> Rain lightning that, from the is heavens. That, is that a force ghost can actually still use the force <laughs> on living for, things. Except for the thing is, in it was in the old the old extended universe stuff. Force ghosts are literally walking embodiments of the Force. Yeah, So but... why would they not be able to interact? They're able to talk to things. He's able to teach them. Like, why, why, if you're a living... This seems stupid. Because, because <laughs> teaching and talking to somebody and providing them with, like... But you're already manipulating the Force at such an extreme level to keep yourself alive. Yeah, I just... You literally give up your physical form to become one with the Force... Which means, I, I, why would you not be able to manipulate the Force still? I can see yeah. where, where both of you are coming from. Paul, I can see it. I feel like a Force ghost should act more like a muse and like an influence. Yes, it's an influence you're not supposed to be able yeah. to like... How because can, then, oh, the the because then why won't you just use your Force lightning on the Sith and be, just be like, alright, it's done. Yeah, We're no done. one can hurt me. I'm but a you fucking Force yeah, ghost. I, you can't kill me. I'm a fucking demon. Yeah. But, but also, that's, <laughs> that's wherein the Jedi teachings were failing. Yoda does not want to interfere because his time has passed. But he did interfere. But he, he did interfere. But he didn't interfere. You got to remember, the books were not I burned. I know the books. Yes, he the was books were stolen. He yes. was literally trying to teach Luke a lesson, his mm -hmm. final lesson, and Luke was just kind of like, "I'm an idiot. Mm. I get it now, but I'm an idiot." Yeah. No, I kind of agree with Paul. I don't think a force ghost should be able to manipulate a human or a living, thing, a living thing. Or a like, but, yeah, but that's the real. The Sith had a form of it where basically. They haunted objects and shit and would literally possess bodies to do stuff. Yeah, it's not out of it, it's part of the old canon that got thrown out. Force ghosts were a, especially the Sith ones, were a major problem. There were entire planets that were forbidden because Sith ghosts I suppose what corrupted everything. I suppose you are correct because episode five had that one part where they are on Dagobah and they're in the darkest. And Dagobah is literally their... a dark side planet. It, well, yes, <laughs> that's it, why Yoda hid literally. There. It's he, he's in that that forest where he then he goes into the cave. He sees the he sees the well he sees the the evil entity that's Darth Vader, which then draws a lightsaber, which then Luke actually... Cuts the head off or whatever. Well, but Luke actually, I think they, they cross, like, yeah. their lightsabers touch, meaning that it's actually... It's a physical it's, thing. It's interacting with the physical. And then, yes, he cuts the head off, and then it reveals his head in there. Inside Vader's helmet, yeah. yeah. Which is also a subtle nod to, you wink, wink, it's your dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's, it's all also genetically you. But it's also too is that if you continue, if you continue yeah. down this road, this is what's going to happen yep. to you. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So, but um, fucking Yoder. Well, yeah. I mean, and like, I mean, there's a lot of shit that, like, especially even like that, even now it's still considered canon. You have groups like the Night Sisters that use magic or sorcery mm -hmm. they literally resurrect the dead as zombies in star wars mm -hmm. so like a force ghost doing something is not out of the ordinary when you have fucking literal zombies walking around yeah, that's true the force can like there are other force users who manipulate plant life mm -hmm. so like they they make like poison ivy but for the fucking force <laughs> that's weird. so like the force can because the force connect well connects all living things it binds everything together well if the Force is literally one with everything, why would something that is the Force not be able to manipulate everything? 
I suppose that's true. Mm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that's where, like, the father, the mother, the brother, and the sister all come in, where, like, they're ridiculous extremes of what everything of the Force can be. So then also, in Episode 8, what are your thoughts on the whole Holdo maneuver? The what? The Holdo maneuver? The light drive? Where she, where she uses light Makes speed, sense. weaponizes light speed? I, it, it, Why haven't they ever done it before? Well, and that's my question. Like, <laughs> That was my issue. There was Wait, actually she becomes Sonic the Hedgehog. No, she basically basically she has everyone get off the ship and then she jumps to light speed right in front of a, a star destroyer through, it, through a star destroyer, which basically destroys it. both of them. It, yeah, it obliterates both. It of them. makes sense. Hyperdrive is not you jump. It's not like Star Star Trek where you go into a subspace and move. That's why you have to have the deflectors. It's why you have to have a certain path. It's why you. But yes, they. It's then, something... as the star destroyers are destroying their entire fleets, why don't they just? Why do wouldn't they just use an X-wing to and fucking go through hyperspeed? Again, hyper... this is this is where it. it John's you... got it wrong. Well, not that <laughs> too. But if you read the old extended universe, there was a weapon that literally did this. There was a satellite around. I think it was around a star. But you can't anymore. That that used hyperdrive weapons to hit any planet anywhere in the galaxy to basically just blow it the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And so, like it, the problem is they never showed it in any of the movies. So, vast majority of the fan base that mm-hmm. don't read the books don't know about this stuff. And then with Disney saying, "Well, this is not." part of the lore anymore, but then saying we like this and that and pulling it. Yeah. Like, they brought in Grand Admiral Th- Thrawn that was only part of the books. Yeah. He exists yeah. in the Star Wars canon now. Well, he does because of uh, Rebels. Oh, yeah, Rebels. Oh, yeah, Rebels. It was one of the two it's Rebels. Hmm. Um, and it's funny because he actually, uh, well... Does he show up in 9? He, he doesn't. Quote, unquote, he doesn't, but the character that... He, there that there's a blue guy that shows up? There is not a blue skin guy. Oh, there, there, is, there is, like, a, <laughs> a moth-type character in there, and it's very clear that he is Grand Admiral Thrawn, but he's not called that, because they said that there was... There's way too much lore around the character, and they didn't have enough time to introduce him as Grand Admiral Thrawn, so they basically just had a... So they basically just had a a no-name guy, but you could tell that his inspiration for the character was Grand Admiral Thrawn. So I wonder if he was supposed to have a bigger story arc. He may... And then that's why they kind of shoved it into Rebels, too. Yeah, he could have potentially, but... See, that's where also, too, I think Star Wars loses a lot of people, is... It's one of those things where, okay, yeah, it's all right if you just watch the movies, but you're missing out on so much story and lore that's only in the novels, the comics, the games, the the cartoon series that most people are just going to dismiss out of hand because mm-hmm. they're cartoon series. Yeah. Like, Rebels is pretty dark show when you actually look at it and get past the that bright, like, colorful palette they use. It's a dark story. It's about a bunch of people that are going around, like, being like what Han Solo originally was, like a smuggler and thieves and stuff, just fucking with the Empire to try to make things work. Yeah. But the funny thing, though, is that, okay, so uh, I got very uh, kind of sidetracked here, but episode episode 8 came out. It was The Last Jedi. That was the second piece of the puzzle with by, by Ryan Johnson. His story came out. The movie still grossed like $1.3 billion. It was it, it, it grossed a lot, but it's probably because of the fact that it was a Star Wars movie yeah. and it was it was in the middle it was basically the tent pole of episode seven, eight, and nine. Well then five months later, Solo 
uh, a Star Wars story came out, which, in my opinion, it wasn't a bad movie. It was a lot of fan service, but it wasn't See, a bad and that's, movie. That, it's a space western that would have been better as something that wasn't Star Wars. It didn't, Spaceballs! Yes. It, it didn't, yes. And it and it basically explained the story of Han Solo. It gave him a backstory, which we didn't need. We no, didn't ask this... for, we didn't want. That was one of the reasons why we loved him is because we know that he's a scoundrel. We don't want to know what the hell I he's doing. Say, Han Solo, to me, like, I never understood people's allure to Han Solo. Like, his character is such a douche. Like... Why would it's, anybody even like him well, as a character? Harrison Ford. Well, it's not just that. It's the whole trope of a scoundrel with a heart of gold. Yeah. Well, it's even, your thief yeah. character that, when the when the when the chips are down, is the one you can count on more than anyone else because he's the one that will make things happen. I guess. And he was. And if you look at four, five, and six, he is sort of the linchpin of everything getting done. Yeah, he is. Actually, he I remember is. seeing a thing that Harrison Ford. Was a carpenter, a on, carpenter set. on set, and they liked the way he looked, and that's how he got that yeah. role. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, he, was, he was not he even was, an actor. He wasn't an think. actor when he got originally hired. He was yeah. building oh, wow. sets. Now, there's one version of the story where he's they're talking about casting Han Solo and can't figure something out. Somebody and, else was supposed to be Han Solo, and I don't remember who it was. Well, like in the one story that no, it wasn't Walken. Reeve, I think, was considered at one point. Yeah, somebody um, was, but like. I, I don't know how much of the story is true, but like, yeah, he was building stuff on set and supposedly fell off one of the sets in front of Lucas and someone else, and they were like, "Him? That's our guy. That's our that's our Han Solo." But it's one of those things where it's like, did that really happen, yeah. or did they just kind of walk on set and say, talk to him and be like, "Oh, yeah, I like your look. Could you act? Can you do this?" And that seems more likely than him mm-hmm. falling off the set in front of him. Because as far as the carpenter goes, he actually had some pretty good acting chops. Like, he was, I mean, well, I, I, don't I don't think... I don't think he's a very good actor, I think personally. he attempted trying to act at several points, but was a carpenter by trade. <laughs> Get off my plane! <laughs> it's funny. No, and actually, another, another fun fact, too, is that in episode five, so Harrison Ford, I don't think he even wanted to come back for episode five. But he definitely didn't want to come back for episode six when that was when that was um, no when when it was established that there was going to be a five and a six, and so what ended up happening was when he well it's just like Alec Guinness yeah, yeah well. who played Obi Wan in the original trilogy, he was on set he thought the thing was an entire joke he basically did the bare minimum to get him through that's why Obi Wan seems so weird in certain spots. Because he thought it was going to flop. He thought it was the stupidest thing he had ever done with his career. Hmm. He hated Star Wars, actually. Yeah. Because that was at, from ever was, since that point. He's that's a Shakespearean what he was, stage actor. That's what, this was is that, lowering myself. Well, and that's what he was known for. He had actually won an Academy Award for, I believe, the movie Gandhi or something like that. and Or, uh, like... Um, there was another one. Uh, Bridge on the River Kwai he was on, which was a, a very well... Yeah, well-known, well-beloved movie in the seen. 50s. I, I know about I know. <laughs> but, yeah, you've probably heard of it, at least. But nobody cared about any of the other stuff he did. They just knew him for Star Wars. And yep. he, he resented that to the day he died. Kind of reminds me of uh, Alan Rickman. Is, was, he was a Shakespearean actor, or was, anyway. And yeah. then he, you look at some of the roles he's done, and he works so well. Yeah. He, he's another one where he's, he's just like, oh, yeah, well, he loves he, everything. Yeah. Like, funny thing That's is, a with, good with Rickman, you know him from one of three things. Dogma. Dogma. <laughs> Die Hard. Harry Potter. Or Harry Potter. Potter. Yep. So, but um, but Harrison Ford did not want to come back for six, so they didn't know what they could do, um, and so they, they needed to, they said, we can't recast him, and we, we don't want to just drop the character completely. So in episode five, 
that's why he was frozen at Carbonite, because they, yeah. they determined, well, if we can't get him back for Episode 6, then he's in Carbonite for the, the remainder of Episode 6. Done. But if we could get him back, then we'll find some way to actually pull him out of the Carbonite, and then he can yes. finish the, the role again. See, he's one of those actors where, like, he had such a love-hate relationship with Star Wars. He did. Like... He hated it because he thought it was kind of like schlocky and stuff like that. And he thought there was better roles he could be doing his time with. But at the same time, outside of that and Indiana Jones, he never would have made it really without no. the without no, Indiana those, Jones or Star those Wars. Those are two so iconic roles and characters. But outside of those two things, you can't, I mean, three name three things that Harrison Ford's been in. Uh, not including Star Wars or Indiana Jones. Uh, <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> What's there's, the one where he's on, his, on the plane? Get off my plane! Air Force One. Air Force One. There was Air Force One. There was the one where his truly, wife, his wife was killed. He was framed for the murder of his wife, the fugitive. The I think. Fugitive. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, because he was also Jack Ryan too. Yeah. I guess in like Hunt for Red October. And, yeah. The Fugitive, yeah. Well, no, Hunt for Red October. That was Sean Connery, was, wasn't it? Yeah. No, Hunt for Red October, um, Jack Ryan was Baldwin. Oh, gotcha. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, isn't didn't Carrie Fisher say that, too? Like, all, all anyone ever remembers her for was her being in the bikini. Oh, yeah. Well, but they, she's also maybe. really indifferent. She didn't give a shit. No, no, she, yeah. She just hated wearing the thing because it didn't stick to her skin. <laughs> so, literally, just uh, nips. the guy that was playing... Um, Jabba and then Anthony Daniels and C-3PO when she's laying there in the bikini behind her like she's laying there and they're standing behind her they could see down everything yeah. <laughs> which is funny yeah so but anyways episode 8 comes out or no we were talking about Solo so then Solo comes out and people think that the movie bombed at the box office because the movie was bad and that nobody asked for this movie um, it had a very tumultuous um, uh, production where basically the two guys who were actually tapped to direct the movie were uh, fired, I think, 80 to 90 percent of the way through the movie just because none of the actors like could stand them. Wow. Um, they were they had a very. A, a, a very set way of doing things. Sounds like a very storied history with this movie. Well, it was. And so the movie actually costed, I believe it was somewhere in the ballpark of like, um, it was like 300 to $400 million. And the movie ended up only grossing like $180 million or like $200 million, whatever it was. It ended up being something where it was the first time in history a Star Wars movie lost money and a significant wow. amount of money. Yeah, that is. People think that it's because of Solo. It's not. It is literally because of The Last Jedi and because the the uh, even Episode Nine is not like it never really recovered and it's box office, even though I think that one will make more money than it costed, it's not going Star to Star Wars, do... oh, episode nine's already made a lot of money. It's already it's made a lot its of budget. It's yeah, like, oh, no, it's, it's, that was it's not even dominated, a question. It's dominated the box office since it came out. That was not even a question. Um, but, um, but I don't think that it's going to do as well as they were hoping that it was going to do. Oh, probably not. But um, but after after the fiasco that was episode eight with Ryan Johnson, Colin Trevorrow, without ever even having a chance to direct his movie, 
was fired. Oh, the poor guy. From episode nine. Oh, and they said JJ we need back. and we need to figure out a way to do this. Bring JJ back. Let him just finish up what he had in store for his that trilogy. And we're just gonna let him take this thing home. Colin Trevorrow, sorry, but we're just—it's in too tumultuous of a of a position right now. We can't have you doing this. We need somebody who's established, who's better established. JJ has already done episode seven, so and JJ sucks. Well, JJ's How got you, his own Who's issues. the guy that had to call that dude and be like, by the way, you're fired from nine? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, that would be Kathleen Kennedy. Jesus Christ. She's head of Lucas. Like, how do you make that call? You know what I mean? Like, you have she to have a, give a shit. You have no. to have a set of balls on you. No. Just, but yeah, the wow. guy, he did, he, yeah, I, I feel so honest, bad for Colin Trevorrow. To be honest, what I would have done is I would have been like, okay, so you're not going to do episode nine. We'll give you your own Star Wars movie anywhere in the timeline you like, like outside of, you know, just be like, do this era, do this era, do this mm-hmm. era, make your own movie. Fuck oh. that. Why don't they just do what they did with the Hulk and just say, guess what? Episode 8, that wasn't the real one. Yeah. Here's the real one. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like Spider-Man actually... or something. Just be like, yep, here's, well, here's a, the real so, episode 8. So, so the funny thing is that so episode 8 was so hated. And after episode eight came out, well, guess what? Kathleen Kennedy loved episode eight, and she said, "Ryan Johnson, I want you to do your own trilogy. It's not set in the Skywalker." (laughs) He quit, didn't he? He or got fired from it already? Well, see, here's the thing: is that everybody thinks that he's been fired from it. I think except except Ryan Johnson doesn't know that he's been fired from it. (laughs) Um, and so people would be asking him like, "Oh, is your is your trilogy still on?" And he he tweeted once. He was like, "Yup." And then there was the fist bump like emoticon. It's like <laughs> bullshit, dude. Your trilogy's not gonna happen. But wow, that's funny. people hated episode eight so much that there was a petition going around to have them ignore to have it, ignore it, and redo it in the Star Wars uh, uh, trilogy. That's and funny. it literally had over two million signatures on it. <laughs> Over two million. That's funny. Yeah. So Ryan Johnson single-handedly destroyed the Star Wars brand and the Star Wars name. That's sad. And Favreau's building it back up. And Favreau is doing. He needs. He's doing a great. They flat out just need to give him control of Star Wars. Look what he did for Marvel. Do you know what's funny? He did Iron like Iron Man and stuff like that. He did. He started the MCU. But oh, so that's a topic I want to talk about, actually. But do you know what is crazy? Is that they did not expect the Mandalorian to do as well as it or did. Or the child. Just well, he's so well, fucking and adorable. Well, and that's, a, that's the crazy thing, too, is that they... Li- I, the, the series has been so damn good from start to finish, although I haven't seen the last episode. <gasps> um, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but from start to finish, it has been absolutely phenomenal. They had... No marketing. They had nothing licensed for that for that show. They didn't have anything for like this child that you see it. it the baby, baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, the baby Yoda, Yoda. That's literally overtaking nothing. my face. There was no merchandising for him whatsoever. So now the soonest that they can get out all Some of this of baby Yoda stuff is like literally March and April of 2020. It's like, did you really not think that this was going to be a big well, thing? And, and that's well, the thing is they they expected it to just be some side story to sell Disney Plus. That was basically the entire marketing for it. Was well, it's only available here at Disney Plus. Well, they sold Star Wars, <laughs> and it did. And the thing is, Favreau knows what he's doing when it comes to making entertainment. My only two complaints with The Mandalorian are episodes are not long enough, 
the season was not long enough. No, yeah, that's true. They're hell, they're like half hour episodes. They and are. There's only eight of them. Yep. That's yep. so basically the episode gets going and you're you're hooked and all of a sudden it ends and you're like. I gotta wait a week. Yeah. Fuck you guys. I literally, I, I literally, there was one episode, and I'm and I'm I'm watching it, and it's um, I'm, like it sounds like it's going to end. And I'm just like, no, no, they're gonna end it here. No. That seems like such a short, like a like a oversight to only make well, a half hour episode. And it's one of those things where they basically, from the way I understand it, and the way it's been getting reported about it, they basically gave him free reign. And he chose to do shorter episodes rather than drag them on because he thought having the bite-sized, quick little chunks is better than overstaying a welcome yes. and drawing things on for too I long. Actually, I actually but, like the half-hour episode But I format. feel like in something like Star Wars or whatever, doing a bite-sized thing is not enough time to get well, across the point you're trying I, to make in a particular but, but episode. But he was also, the, the one thing is what he did have that limited budget, so uh, basically maybe, he could yeah. have had the eight half-hour episodes... Or, like, five hour or two episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, he basically had to make certain decisions and and bend in certain ways to do what he wanted to do with his story. Yeah. Which, and I'm glad he did not from, he didn't back down on, like, what he wanted to tell. He, he stuck up for wanting the cast that he wanted. So, like, he knows what he's doing. He knew what would work. And yeah, it blew up. I mean, from having Pedro Pascal as the uh, as the Mandalorian, amazing casting. Although from what I hear, there have been episodes where he's literally not the one on set in the suit. Oh, really? Because oh, he had yeah. some conflict with scheduling, so one of his stunt doubles would wear the suit, and he would just do the voiceover. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, which makes sense because you only you never see his face. Until one particular episode, they, they made jokes about that because so uh, Pedro Pascal was the guy who was um, he didn't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, I've he was he was over in and and he gets his head crushed by a guy named the Mountain, and so they basically said that he learned from his lesson from the Mountain. So Where which is helmet? why which is why he never takes the helmet off. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, like he doesn't want it to happen again. And then yeah. Well, yeah, they did not expect. I don't even think Favreau expected the child to catch on the way it oh. did. Oh come on, God. really? Well, no, he he knew it was going to be cute, and he kind of felt like, I'm sure at some level he had hoped it would become a Star Wars mascot, but I don't think anyone expected it to catch on exactly the way it did. Oh my god, the second that I saw that thing pull the the, the cover over its head, it's just like, you got me. You got me. Get, take my money now, well, then, please. Like, the, they've had, like, even like the cast, when they when they brought in, like, famous people to do it, they didn't do it. And shitty ways like um, what is it? Is it Richard Iwadi? I think was IG Eleven. Really? Oh, okay. I don't know who. Um, that is. he was he's, on uh, the I. Was it IT? Something? The IT crowd. IT crowd. Um, I don't know what that is. He's a British actor. He's an ah. actor comedian from yeah England. Um, then, uh, you know the comedian Bill Burr. He was in an episode. Oh yes, he was. He was in a, I think one or two episodes. No, and, it was just then, one. and. One of the best lines, it's just a throwaway thing, and he said, he's talking about being like a sharpshooter or something like that. And, and he's like, well, yeah, I don't have to worry about me if you could hit me or something like that. And he was like, I was a sharpshooter, not a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So like, there's, like, there's stuff like that in there, and then like the ending of the last episode, 
Don't don't spoil anything for me. Spoil it because he's gonna spoil episode nine for you. It's such a thing that if you know the the lore of the Mandalorians, it's fucking amazing. Okay. All right. Settle one thing for me. Just quick side note. Mandalorian. Is that a race or is that just a person? Because aren't Mandalorians just from Mandalore? No. No. This is where it gets. I thought you... Mandalore was a planet. No. no. Well, yes. Mandalore, Mandalore became is, is the name planet. of a planet, but. Mandalore, the, the Mandalorian Creed was started by a species... Because I remember in Knights of the Old Republic, you got a character called, who was just called Mandalorian. Well, no. Mandalore is the leader of the Mandalorians. He was the Mandalore. They, they called it Mandalorian Mandalore or something like that. Mandalore is... Mandalorian is the overall, is all the people under the umbrella. Mm. Mandalore is the single ruler of the Mandalorians. Mandalore is also the planet, which got renamed. My brain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, no, Mandalorian. It, it was started by one species that basically. I, I don't remember if they started taking other people in or they they went extinct and other people stole their culture. That's basically like what happened with the Sith. Okay. So it started off as one thing, started one way, and then they kind of got built up, and they got the reputation of being the bounty hunters and the assassins yeah. and. Stuff like that, and they built up this whole guild of being badass warriors. What was like Boba Fett? Not a Mandalorian. No, no, no. But what was he considered? Nothing. He was a piece of shit. I never understood the point of Boba Fett. To Pretty be sure honest, Boba Fett was Mandalorian. Nope. But neither Jango nor Boba are Mandalorians. So what uh, are they? Wear they Mandalorian just... armor, oh, but they are not, not Mandalorians gotcha. because they do not follow the Mandalorian creed. Hence why they die like bitches. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jango doesn't die like a bitch. He gets his head off cut. Head cut off by Mace Windu. Oh. Yeah. See, Boba, I never understood. Because wasn't he, he not cool. even part of it? He looked cool. And they you added first saw him, him after the, the fact? No. They didn't add him after the fact. He was in the background uh -huh. of one shot. He was... And then, he well, he was introduced in the Christmas special. Yes. Right. And he was in the background for, he like, was, one shot. And then he was in episode six. He was in episode five. Five, he, sorry. Yeah, he was in episode five. And he was in episode six, too. He yeah. just died in episode six. I thought he really didn't even play, like, a nope. part in anything. They, no, added, no. they added him in one shot to episode four during the the, uh, the special edition. One, the one of nine re-releases they made for the fucking yeah, trilogy? Yeah, and that one was the first one. The first re-release. Jesus Christ. I know. I know. All right, cool. Well, that was that was one thing that confused me was the whole Mandalorian Mandalore thing. I never understood yeah, what the fuck they were talking about. It's basically just a, a warrior creed where you follow certain rules. If you don't follow these rules, you're basically dishonored and no longer part of the clan. Hmm. And then within like the Mandalorian umbrella, there are like sub clans that basically, hey, we do contracts together, and if you fuck with one of our members, you fuck with all of us, and they they will fight each other. But when the time comes. If you are Mandalorian, all other Mandalorians have your back, no matter okay. what. Interesting. Even if it's someone you have sworn a blood debt against, that you're going to kill them, and no matter what, you'll kill their offspring. If it comes down to a war where it's a bunch of people versus Mandalorians, you and the other guy are fighting shoulder to shoulder to kill these other guys, then turning around and beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So I know Episode Nine recently came out. It did, right? We're going to spoil this no, for you, no, buddy. No, 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 it's fine. I already read the script. I heard it. It's, it. it's pretty divisive of whether people like it or not. Some people absolutely love it. Some people absolutely hate it. Why? I'm, I am I don't know anything about this, so I want to know your opinion on it, Paul. So there are 
Spoilers for anybody. I'm planning on putting a spoiler think, tag yeah, on the entire episode anyway. This entire episode, episode anyway. has technically been spoilers. Yeah, yeah I think so, there will be. I think because I'm going to try to. Spoiled Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to stop. You say one word and it'll spoil. Well, I don't know how much he knows, so. No, don't, please. Spoil it for him because he's going to spoil mine for you. Um, No, it's with episode nine, my biggest gripe with, with episode nine, I thought it was, it, it was okay. It wasn't bad, but by no means was it good. But the problem was, there was too much to digest in that movie. That's what there I'm was. Wondering. It was oh. so damn just. It was so dense. It was so dense and so tightly packed. He had to put so much you, shit in there to recover. Yeah, it just made, it literally it should have been two movies. It, so it, it should have been two it was, movies. It was essentially Star Wars eight point five and nine. Yep. Yes. It really <laughs> was. Heard, yeah. So it was eight point five and the fact that he's got to yeah. fix all the bullshit from the other one and now do a whole nother. It really movie. was. And in fact, there was wow. actually a couple callouts too in the movie where they basically make reference to things that happened in episode eight and they basically just kind of like sh- shut them down. Yeah. Wow. Um, like like the whole holdo maneuver. They make a comment in there, it's like, well why not why don't we do the holdo maneuver? And, and Poe quickly says like, oh that's that's a one time in a million shot. Like meaning <laughs> we're not gonna do that again. Yeah. That's not that's not always gonna work. Um, but basically there's I mean there's just so much in there where it's they're constantly throwing stuff at you. It's like it does not give your brain time to take things in. It doesn't allow for certain stories to kind of play out. Um, How long was it? It was like two and a half hours long. Why didn't yeah. they just do a big three hour one? Like, wasn't Endgame three hours? Endgame was, yeah. Yeah, why didn't, why didn't they just do I don't what know. they had to do to make the movie? I mean, can you imagine if I it was know. like the first like four hour movie? Can you imagine Dang, having to dedicate a day? No, this was the longest one. Well, for Star Wars, yeah. For yeah, Star yeah Wars. but I was saying, could you imagine if you had to like dedicate an entire like, I mean, afternoon to watch a movie? Yeah, well, I wouldn't. Uh, what was it? Titanic was like three and a half hours. I thought it was only three. No, it was three and a half hours. Was it really? Yeah. Still not that four hours. See, nope. he could have nope. easily Still just been like, hours. guess what? Sorry, guys. Four hours, Four hours, baby. We'll, we'll do an intermission so that you guys can go to yeah. the bathroom. <laughs> or they could have just done, like, an epi- this is the part one of episode nine. Like, an episode nine, part That's, one. Yeah, no, I mean, they did that with Harry Potter, yeah. where they did that Deathly Hallows part one and part two. Um, but, yes, mm. I think it, it, it could have, it definitely would have uh, benefited from having a... Uh, from having a, either a second part or just not having as much stuff in there. Hmm. Um trying to think what some of my other other gripes were of that movie um the so basically the empire or or the the emperor comes back palpatine yeah palpatine what she yes sheave palpatine that's his real name um but but basically they introduce him in the opening crawl of the movie like the, the like the opening like dialogue that said like that starts off the movie. It's is like he a force ghost? No, he's not a force ghost. He's he real. Well, and see, and that's something. Again, they pulled from the extended universe. Yes, he did not Empire. die in Episode Six. No. In the old extended universe, he basically fell down, was nearly crippled, and spent years in hiding, cloning Luke and making new bodies for himself, and started body jumping. Yeah. <laughs> That was Jesus Dark Empire, Christ. yeah, the comic. Wow. Um, yeah. But basically, in the badass opening, in the comics. <laughs> but basically, in the opening crawl, they say like Emperor Palpatine's back, and it's like, oh, wait, it's like, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> there's not an establishing. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> like they just show I'm back, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> literally in the opening. Glasses. Yeah, like the little glasses. In the opening. The pixelated ones. <laughs> Because obviously you knew that Palpatine was going to oh, be Oh, God, yeah, his, from his laugh? From his laugh, yeah. It was I figured all, they were so either going to like spoiling anything. I either <laughs> figured he was either going to show up as a ghost or an impression to no, Kylo. Or he was going to be a physical thing that came yeah. to Kylo and went, Stop being a bitch! Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's real. But it's like, they, they so literally funny. say it in, in the opening crawl oh. that he's back. So it's like all of this stuff that's, that's established, like, they literally just say, Nope, you have to accept this because it's in the opening crawl and now we're going into the movie. Wow, so that it's like, is you lame. can't you can't do that. You can't no. just bring back a character well, like this was... who has not been here in episode seven or eight, and now all of a sudden we just have to to accept the fact that it's like all the characters know that Emperor Palpatine's back and that they have to deal with him. It's like this wait, seems like what? such shitty storytelling. It it honestly is. It was not it was not good. That's really wow. Jarring. That's bad. It yes, it was extremely jarring. It, and it's just like, wait a minute. So you're not gonna build up anything to this. Hell, I would have had I would have like had the opening scene been like, you know, you're having one of the rebels going into or well, they're not rebels at this point, they're the main Republic again, mm -hmm. sorta. But like, I would have basically had some character go into some First Order or Empire-controlled old thing and establish Palpatine there. Have that person die or try or dying and get a message out about like his return or something. Yeah, hmm. and you just you literally just came up with that, and that was probably a better idea than what they then actually just, did. Just I'm gonna write his name in the scroll, the opening crawl. On <laughs> I just imagine the first says Palpatine's back, bitches, <laughs> <laughs> as it scrolls up in that in that fading shot. And then it's it kind of just been in in, in, uh, in in quotations. I'm back, bitch. <laughs> and then do like space balls where it goes da da da. But we you know we're really sorry about doing all this. Yeah. Start going into exposition and make the crawl even longer. That's so funny. Oh, that's terrible. Oh God! And that that comment that uh, that Maz had in Episode Seven, the uh, that's a good story for another time. She never comes back. To well, it. of course she doesn't. Never it's, comes back to it. That's like I said. That that's something that they're better off explaining in a comic or in a book. So yeah, they wow. um, they do. Um, there is an appearance from the Knights of Ren, though. Um, well, I so was going to ask yes. because so they, they are in there. Are um, they bitches? I, I wouldn't say so, but I feel like they definitely did underutilize them. Granted, the comic book, The Rise of Kylo Ren, made them badass. So. Yeah, I do like the first uh, first when issue When they introduced that. Ren himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there are tie-in comics right now, and they're basically doing a comic series that follows Ben Solo, like his rise as a Force user and then his fall to the dark side, mm -hmm. and where he meets... Ren, who's the masters of the master of Ren, the Knights of Ren? Yeah, yeah. And like he's yeah, it's an actual individual with the name of Ren, and versus just a oh, this is some name we took. Mm. Well, I always thought that the Knights of Ren were named after Kylo Ren. But, well, um, and, but see, that wouldn't make sense because in the what is it, Episode Seven, when they show the flashback, Luke has of the the slaughter on his academy, mm -hmm. and it's raining, and the Knights of Ren are already established in full dark side getup. Yeah, yeah. So having them already have the name of Ren. Oh, that's true. So, so Ren, I always figured Kylo, Kylo was the name he took. It, Ren he was took the surname. Ren. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> trying to think of of other other big things. God, it's already that's been pretty like, bad. If it's you're already like it's I, already been two weeks, and I yeah, it's like I had all these different things that I was talking about um, with damn. that movie, and now it's already like. <laughs> 
Well, I suppose, too, like, the amount of pressure that guy, like, it was already pressure enough to do seven, eight, and nine, but now the pressure to recover your, recover this franchise and tie it all up and make a nice bow out of it, because this is the end of the Skywalker series, right? Yeah. yeah. Or the Skywalker saga, they call it. Skywalker saga, yeah. So, like, this is the finale, like, you're in charge of coming up with, you, you're the one to tie all this up. Mm -hmm. Like, that's gotta be just... In, like well, an insurmountable task. To be honest, and point. another thing that must have been extremely hard for him to write is when Carrie Fisher passed. Right. How can you continue Leia's story properly? So what they did with Leia was CGI, was that, right? No, it wasn't no. CGI. Well, not not completely. Did her daughter stand in and they do face over again? No, no. What they what they did That's what was they, didn't, uh, they had. Um, they had um, footage that they did not use that they had uh, recorded for episode seven and episode eight, hmm. and so they basically took her in those 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 things, put it against a, a like a, a blue screen so that um, so they added altered the background so that they could edit the backgrounds to be whatever they needed to. So the lines that she speaks in episode nine are her own. But it's basically they built the scenes around, around the those uh, around the dialogue that she had spoken. Wow, that's I a don't, really good idea. Apparently, well, here's the thing: is that apparently people do not like the fact that they had done that. But honestly, in the movie, I don't think anything really seemed like it was out of place. Hmm. I don't, I don't think it was an issue that they built the scenes around that dialogue. Well, and it's not like they're so, and it's not like they're trying to capitalize on the fact that she's no longer no, there no. either. Really, it was one of those things. Well, you would want to keep it as authentic as possible. We had this stuff. We wanted to use it. We couldn't use it. She would have approved of it. Yeah, it's better than oh, she's dead by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or yeah. just see that in the opening crawl. Leia's dead. Palpatine's back. Oh, fuck. Or like going the bad <laughs> way. Uh, was it? It was in. It was in Rogue One where her da her daughter stood in and they CG'd her face to look like her. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. it looked like shit. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it looked could, bad. Like, the outfit, everything looked good. Her hair looked good. But the face, face just, just looked, looked weird. really it fucking was wonky. It was jarring. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it kind of <clears throat> adds in. So in Episode 8, obviously Leia's got the Force power because she does the Mary Poppins and flies in through the ship. <laughs> We didn't, you haven't seen episode eight. So basically, what happens is that their her ship is involved in like um, so one of the, yeah basically. one of the star destroyers destroys their ship. That happens the, to her a lot. The window breaks open, and so basically uh, some people get sucked out uh, into the vacuum of space. Well, uh, Admiral Akbar gets sucked out and gets this this very nonchalant. Um, yeah, he's Akbar. It's fine. I'm dead. Yeah, it's, it basically he doesn't even get his his. His moment. He's just, he's sucked out, that's it. Um, and then, um, oh god, what was I saying? Leia, um, Leia. Leia gets sucked out too. And you think, okay, she's gonna die in space. But then all of a sudden, she apparently uses the force to then fly herself back into the ship and then, like, puts herself back in the bed, re but, restores the ship. Um, so and that. To be honest, I don't. So that she is not dead, but she's basically on death's door. My entire thing with that scene is I don't think Leia consciously used the Force. I think it was just a, a oh shit reaction that the Force had and used. It could have been. Because but she's, the, not, she's not awake during that scene. No, but it, it 
the way that it was shot, the way that oh, it, it looked, looked like shit. It looked like she was Mary Poppins flying in through the window, <laughs> and I'm just like, like that. Her them having her against the force of sugar. makes sense because I mean they even talk about it in the original trilogy. You know, right. there Isn't, is there is the other. Yeah, they she's could, a force could, have always, thing. could have always trained her. I can yeah. feel her. They talk to each other through the fucking force. Yeah. So like her being a, just having a reactionary use of the force, I was okay with. The way the scene was shot looks terrible. Well, and in in episode nine, there is uh, shots where Ray does do more training, and this time it's with Leia. Oh. Hmm. Like Leia actually uses a lightsaber in the movie while she's training. Well, and see, and that's the thing is, there's enough gap between six and seven that Luke, I guarantee, would have trained her at some point. Which, and that's and that's the thing too is it's I, I appreciated. It because of the fact that yes, in the expanding universe, she did use a lightsaber. She was very well adept at using the force and using a lightsaber and all that stuff. She's no okay, But again, it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, enough time could have elapsed where it would have made sense for her to do this. But again, it was something else that I felt like they shoehorned in for fan service to say like, well, Ray is training with her because nostalgia. <laughs> And she's never done it before, but guess what? She's going to do it for this little shot right here. We've never established that she's used a lightsaber, but hey, guess what? Emperor Palpatine's back, so just assume... Just it can't be that hard. Except that she's using a lightsaber. Yeah. Well, like, it just... Uh, a lot of it was just like, it, you just had to accept it, and I just... I didn't like that. Seemed like a lot of principles in it were just, just take this with a grain of salt. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Uh, Okay, but logic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you've established throughout the other movies but is right again, out the window. Mm -hmm. But then again, at the same time, is does a story literally need to show you everything in front of your face? No, to, no. For it, you to understand it? No. It, honestly, it does not. It, and that's part of my problem is, unfortunately, far too many, and a very vocal like part of the fan base is, Basically, they want everything spoon-fed to them or mashed right into their face saying, you're going to take this. See, and that's the thing I Versus don't... the, I, I wouldn't mind just being like, oh, okay, so this sort of happened because of this and infer stuff versus the, you know, I'm being spoon-fed everything. I could see if, like, the whole idea of her being trained in the Force and stuff was something in an offshoot thing. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. somehow they tied it back to where. Well, to be honest, but, they could have. Or they mentioned it, it in passing. They could you know have been I mean? episode seven. Literally, just made some snarky line of her to one of her, her commanders or something about how Luke trained her at some point. Yeah. Well, I've always been better at the lightsaber than you. Like yeah, something so, like that. And know? that yeah. and that would have been better. But then to just not have, like, okay, so yeah, there's literally nothing, but. Like I said, the gap between six and seven is how many years? Yeah. Uh, it's like 50 or something like that. Yeah, like look at how old they are. Mm -hmm. If she literally did nothing during the entire time and Luke knows she's force sensitive, he's an idiot. <laughs> That's so. why I feel like if they had made a passing remark like that, it would have been more believable. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a crappy teacher, you know. <laughs> at least it establishes the fact that, yes, she's been trained, then this wouldn't have seemed so out of place. Mm -hmm. You know, but it seems to me that that never actually happened. And you should, for... Something like this, you should not have to infer. Mm -hmm. It should be mentioned somewhere that this happened, especially in such an established universe that this seems to be creating, where there are certain rules that need to be followed for such a thing. Well, like I said, they established you know, it in, in the original trilogy that she's more sensitive to. And yeah, so. there is something else too that they infer that you that that you have to accept, but 
I don't know. I, I could go either way on this one. You said you read the script, right? Yeah. Okay. Whether or not it's the script that got shot or one of the early drafts, so you I don't know. know who Ray is, what her lineage is. No, that was not in the in the version I read. I don't go ahead and say it. Spoil it. I know the, the, her and Ben. Spoil it like milk, baby. Spoil it like milk, baby. They're not. They're not related. Good. Um, so she's Ray, Anakin reborn. Ray is not Anakin reborn. Good. She is not a Skywalker. Good. She is a Palpatine. That doesn't surprise me. So Ew, who's he banging? So basically, <laughs> are there Sith again? That's yeah. what you have to establish is that uh, off camera at some point, uh, uh, Shiv Palpatine. There's huh? also not necessarily. He doesn't necessarily have to have had a kid. Do you not remember the 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 conversation between Sheev and Anakin about Darth Plagueis the Wise? Plagueis. When did this turn into Resident Evil? Well, guess what. That's the way that did they do it? She's a force conception or did he No. They spe she specifically had a father who denounced Palpatine, who when they say that your parents were nobodies and they sold you for, for drinking money, it's they were nobodies because they wanted to be nobodies because it was Palpatine's son who knew that Palpatine was the emperor and didn't want to be associated with him so he so he wanted to be a nobody mm. and it was palpatine who ended up killing her parents and wanting to steal ray so that he could train her because he knew that she was powerful in the force and he wanted to use that to weaponize her it's not it, it's not they a force baby they should have gone the plagas route they should have they should have because they're like in the the prequel trilogy so you can jesus people well yeah cuz that's the entire like theory of how Anakin was born. Anakin was conceived by the Force. He was. That's lame. He, he doesn't no, have no, it a father. Honestly, it honestly He's wasn't. He's baby Jesus. He, it it's honestly wasn't because what they, what they um, because they referred to Darth Plagueis in episode three and they said that he Plagueis was so... the wise. Yes. They said that he was so wise and so powerful that he could influence the Metachlorians to create life. And Palpatine looks at Anakin... The dude was at, functionally immortal. Yeah. Darth Sion from... Um, Knights of the Old yeah. Republic. Imagine that, but instead of just being able to hold his corpse, his body together, <laughs> can literally just create a new one. It's already it's established so, lore in Star it's Wars. Honestly, so. it's not. It's not as bad an <laughs> he idea. Just as gets you people think. pregnant. He's just going around spitting force seed everywhere. Kind why of, not? It just seems, right? why not? It'd, be, so it'd be a good way to build up to an me. army better uh, than clones. Dumb. Yeah, after twenty years, better than clones. <laughs> but even so, so when he, you're immortal, it doesn't matter how much time it, just it takes. Seems so, so honestly, stupid. so he created Anakin, who then became a virgins of the force, and then basically became the chosen one but it's because basically he was everyone meant, he was meant to be the chosen one so that it would be, actually help the the dark yeah. side basically but that would have been a great way to introduce ray it as being a virgins it would have made it cyclical but the fact and i i just saw this too because somebody had said something about oh well it makes sense because uh she had a wife when he was in, like, when before the novelization, he went, yeah. before he, uh, when he was a senator, it's like he did actually take a wife yeah. so that it, it looked better for him as a senator that he had a family. And I'm like, wait a minute. Episode one, like, between episode, no, between episode one and episode seven, then you're talking even more. That would be like 70 years. So, there's no way. To think so that Ray, he didn't have at least one kid somewhere is yeah, a little. Yeah, exactly. So, so, I mean, it's, he couldn't just have like 
Yeah, it would have to be his like yeah granddaughter, great granddaughter. Well, it's his granddaughter. So, but his son's like. I, I, so to be honest, have, I should go. I have to go back and rewatch. So the I think prequel yeah. Trilogy. So I, I think wouldn't be surprised saying, if he has a kid in the prequel trilogy. And that's probably what it he's ends up being. He's probably a background character got, in the prequel. He may trilogy be a background that got character. Got cut out. Yeah. Because there was so, a lot of stuff that got cut in those. And so he has a kid, and they 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 this 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 theory is that he had the kid in like around the time of episode one when he was still a senator but then he basically i guess i don't know he denounced his wife or his son whatever it was um never made any reference to them whatsoever well they're which, they're pawns to him like everything which else, is so. which is fine that's fine you you do that but <laughs> But it's like, okay, so, and, and then they, they kind of corrected that whole, yes, your parents are nobodies, because then you find out, yes, they were nobodies because they intentionally wanted to be nobodies. They didn't want to be found. And then Palpatine found them, killed them, wanted to raise Ray, and this whole time you find out that he's been influencing everybody in order to to get Ray to the dark side. And actually then he uses that as the, um, he basically tells Kylo that, that the that Palpatine has been the voices that he's been hearing, whether it has been Vader's voice, whether it's been Snoke, and you find out that there's like these tubes of like Snoke parts and stuff like that in a tube. So obviously Snoke was somebody that was a puppet. That yeah, that that was a puppet. Well, that and Emperor see, that Palpatine was actually was one of the original thoughts of what Snoke was going to be was that was he was a clone that the, uh, was going to end up being Palpatine. Yeah, and like I would have accepted that. That's fine. Like, that wouldn't have been too bad, because then, like I said, that's mm-hmm. pulling from the old stories where yeah. Palpatine did exactly he that did behind the, the scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's basically he's been the voice in Kylo Ren's head to try to then persuade Rey to turn to the dark side so that then Palpatine could then have his way with Rey to train her and have her become the most powerful Sith ever. Mm-hmm. And no, uh, Revan's still better. And so it's like <laughs> I, 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 I appreciated the the story. It I sounds don't think like there there's was, the bones for a good story, I don't but th- they screwed up. Yeah, I don't think that there was any issues whatsoever with the with her being a Palpatine. But the fact that again, now you are asking us to accept that that Palpatine had a kid at some point, who then had another kid. And now you're trying to get your grandchild to be a Sith, like. So I can definitely just, see why it should have been split into two movies. It's just it's too much right. for us to accept in too short a time. I I could accept that if you yes if you did it in two movies you basically reveal that she's a Palpatine. Give a little bit of backstory, a flashback you, type thing. You and, give yeah. that she's a Palpatine, and then boom. Part two coming next year. It's like okay, now my brain. That'd be a good just, cliffhanger. Now my brain can Her say that she's a Palpatine. Oh my god, she's yeah. a Palpatine. How are they going to end this? And then it's I can I can take some time to just say like okay, this this works. Well, out. and it, it would have reinvigorated the Star Wars love. To be honest, really I think their obsession with staying with trilogies is what hampered them. Well, well, technically it still would be. And what they're and what they're even. Well, no, no, but like instead of just being seven, eight, nine, do seven, eight, nine, ten. I think and it, actually fix well, everything properly. No, well, they still could have do done a nine that. part one or nine part two. They could have. It still would have been technically a yeah. trilogy. Well, I suppose yeah. Avengers Sword. technically did that originally. Be, um, yeah, and Avengers it was Avengers: Infinity War part one and two. Well, and before it got turned into two. And what they were movies. saying too is that it's like they, they they're so stupid because why in your opening crawl yeah. would you even yeah. say that Palpatine is back? Because that's like 
Like I said, that that's scene like a, I thought up of would have been a perfect way to handle it. That's like a, a halfway through the movie, Palpatine comes back and it's like your mind's blowing at that point. Like you, you knew he was going to come in because you heard the, the laughing in the couch. And Ian McDermott was seen unseen. But now that they sew it in the opening crawl, it takes the punch away. It does. That would it be literally like, has no punch whatsoever. That'd be like in the first, like in the opening crawl of a movie, like a horror movie, they tell you who the bad guy is. Yeah. Oh. It's the brother, and so it's like, okay. and so then the rest of the movie you're finding out it's like, and then it's yes, yeah, so not the brother, it's not the brother, it's nobody not the brother. knows like, who the bad guy who is. Who is it? <laughs> oh, it's the brother. Oh, yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. That's just. It seems so. It almost so, feels like, and that's, again, it's maybe because <clears> now <throat> I know it. But then I always, I always hate the device where it's like, oh, he's manipulating all these things throughout all these movies to make a specific end yeah. thing happen. Well, and that's and that always, what it is. And that always drives me nuts because I, then it, I then don't, it gives me like the impression of nobody really I, did or nobody's doing see, things. See, but on I their don't own mind terms. that because Palpatine has always been that kind of character where he is manipulating things from the very get go, even from Episode One through Three. Through four, five, and six, he was trying to manipulate Luke and joining the dark side um, at the expense of Vader. At that point, actually, and now he's manipulating through seven, eight, nine. That's fine. I can I can agree I with that. So. But it's, it's also just, the Sith way is manipulating everything. Exactly. So. But one thing is okay. So I feel like there wasn't anything as in Episode Eight. I absolutely could not stand the Canto bite scene. Because you could literally have removed all of that from the movie, and it would have been the same movie whatsoever. That's the the the. the That's like casino. the casino. The casino. Oh yeah, that enti- the entire subplot with Finn and, uh, and Rose. Rose could be cut out of that movie, and it would literally affect <clears throat> nothing. That's mad. nothing. When you can cut like a third of your movie out, and it doesn't affect your movie, that you have a bad be, movie. Yeah, it shouldn't be in there. Um, like I said, there's certain elements were good. Yeah. It just, it was such a like sloppy written thing. It was. And it was. It feels it was. like this last trilogy <clears throat> is worse than the fucking prequels. Yeah. Well, that's what people are saying too. Is that it almost makes the prequel trilogies like, look like gold. <laughs> look look a lot well, better be honest, than what people used to, to be think honest, about them. To make the the prequel trilogy better, there's only two things that need to happen. One. Remove Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, well. His part can be filled by anything. He should have been a one and done character like he was supposed to be. Two I the, like I like the theories surrounding. Oh, Darth Jar Jar and, and shit Jar-Jar. like that? Yeah. <laughs> but and then the other thing is just clean up a bunch of the dialogue and the movies would have been good. Mm-hmm. And but that's the problem, is Lucas wrote all the dialogue, yeah. he had no one to check him nope. and be like, This sounds like shit. Nobody to argue. Redo with it. Him. Yep. You never know. They might. Look how many times they re-released 4, 5, and 6 that with is funny. different dialogue with more well, with yeah. graphics Episode 4 like just got another edit. Oh, did it really? Are you kidding? I wouldn't be surprised if they just redid those movies. Well, four, five, no. And seven. Um, I don't think they'll redo they'll, them. They'll, they'll never redo them. You never know. But, well, maybe not for another 20, 30 years. You never... I mean, because... I mean, we'll be dead. That would be the hardest part for me is watching 1, 2, and 3. Then you go back to the 70s movies of like 4, 5, and 6. And then now you're doing 7, 8, and 9. And there's such a disparity in the way cinematography has evolved to be over honest, the past 50 years. To be honest, the only way I'd want to see it redone is... I would like to see some animation studio come in and do like animated overarching this is pre this is pre this is you know original and this and make it 
like a, an animated series instead of doing another live action adaptation yeah. of it. It would it would allow them to do a lot more with the force and stuff like that that they wanted to do, but looked like shit. Yeah, which would have been cool because that would be the hardest part for me to watch. Like if I wanted to watch one through nine. Like, I, it would be very strange and jarring to me to see these, like, disparities between, like, the lore and things well, like that. there's also, there is a, a, a way of watching the original, like, the, the, all the movies in a weird order. Yeah, so I heard there's a weird order. You start order with, like, four. I don't, I don't buy that whole order thing. No. I, it's, No. They're, they they basically say like because you can watch the movie like you don't even have to watch episode two. Don't have to watch episode one. Yeah, well, you only need parts of episode two and then episode three. Yeah, and you basically because there's know. dialogue, they talk about some stuff that happens. You basically intersperse the scenes from two, then continue on with the original trilogy, and then when they start talking about the fall of Anakin, you do episode three stuff. And then continue on with the rest of six, I think it is. Sands and me call it a guilty pleasure, but even from the from the the beginning, I I liked episodes one, two, and three. I never had a problem with them. My my only I think they could have been a lot better, but I don't think by any means were they like they felt like Star Wars movies. Yes. My 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 only complaints, Jar Jar in the dialogue. Yeah, Jar Jar definitely like And the last scene with yeah. Vader in episode three was just garbage. Well the the whole Frankenstein. Yeah, it looked weird. terrible. The Frankenstein move, and then the no. Yeah, it yeah. looked bad. Yeah, and like, like Jar Jar, if they hadn't made him such a slapstick character, mm-hmm. might not have been so bad. But they, like, right when you meet him, they establish him as the bumbling idiot of the tribe. He's a huckster. <laughs> well, and, and and it's like I'm okay. goofy. And it's like, yeah, we don't need that in this movie. You can mm-hmm. do a comedy without it being annoying. Look like when they they tap that one type of droid on the nose and it shuts. Oh, the pit droid, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was funny. It was just a little like a little haha like sight gag. Mm-hmm. You don't need an idiot doing you know like slapstick in the background uh, like you know um, what's the black and white movie star uh, Chaplin. Oh, yeah. Travis Chaplin. You, yeah. you don't need mm-hmm. you don't need him in that movie to do this sort of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is like what what what's the end of this? Like wh- where does this end? Everyone's nine dead. At uh, with nine. Like what's 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 just the the ending of this oh, saga? Actually, before we do that, there is they teased a bunch of the stuff with Ray, you know, with the red lightsaber and stuff. Is that just a vision again? That's what I figured. Okay. Oh. It's basically her her uh, her her Dagobah moment. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's yeah it's very short lived. It's a pretty cool lightsaber that she uses, the it's dark side one. The one that's in yeah, there. that collapsible one type thing. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. But uh, yeah, it was ju- it was just a, a dark vision. Boring. Yeah, I figured that's what it was. Um, so basically, the um, at the end of the movie, um, basically the rebellion wins. Of course, they're not um, technically. But Palpatine I mean. dies. Did he? That's the thing. Well, like, dies. Does he die uh, on screen? I assume yes. Does the, she kill him? I uh, both she and Kylo do. They redeem him. They do redeem. God damn it! He should have died. No, he he actually. And at, <laughs> one of them needed to die. And at one point, well, he does die. Good. Yeah. But uh, at one point, he actually throws his uh, that that crossbar lightsaber. He he actually throws it in. Um, 
like Force awesome. throw. They like they're they were battling on part of the Death Star in the, the crash in Endor. Yeah. yeah. And um and so afterwards like he throws he throws it and that's basically his like I'm, I refuse. I'm not I'm not doing the dark side stuff anymore. Oh, he just throws it to the ground. I thought you meant he like no, uses no, the no, he, he throws, throws the lightsaber and hits somebody with Oh no 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 yeah, he just he throws it like like Luke did with the like in in episode eight, but mm. no, he throws it like I don't want this anymore. Um, but basically, yes, they they work together. Ray ends up uh, killing Palpatine, and then at the end of the movie, basically, there's a scene where there's this old woman asking who Ray is, and she says, "I'm Ray," and she's like, "Ray, do you do you have a last name?" And she says, "Yes," and then it's she says, "Skywalker." It's <laughs> Ray Skywalker. Dumb. And uh, then her and Kylo end needed credits. to die. Her, and Ky- her or Kylo needed to die. Well, Kylo did. Like Kylo died. Like, ugh, trying to redeeming him is just yeah. stupid. That's that's one of the things I I really hate with Star Wars overall is there's always that. Oh, I'm a good character. I fall to the dark side now. I'm gonna be redeemed. And I'm yeah. good. It's like no. And they just did, let did, someone stay dark and die. And they did use a new force power that has actually been seen on the Mandalorian. Which uh, one? Force healing. Oh yeah, that's so, been around since the the game. Yeah, so stuff, they so. they used it for the first time in a movie. This for, oh. in this one. Wow. Yeah. So that's it. Skywalker's all done. Huh? So Skywalker saga is concluded. I find that hard to believe. And oh no 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 I well they even well, said, actually maybe they even said too that in the future Fan Disney really says they're too. they're staying away from trilogies now. If they do Star Wars movies, that's literally they want to do just one part movies. They need to do they a two part do trilogies. Knights of the Old Republic. See, that's where I mean. This, I want the old Republic was, era. There was talk yeah. of that they had tapped uh, DB uh, Weiss and, and David Benioff. Yeah, I know. And they thought that that's what they were going to do because of the whole Game of Thrones thing. And actually, DB Weiss and uh, Benioff walked away because yeah. of uh, how they, bad Game of Thrones went over. No, 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 no. Everybody thinks that it's it's they were fired from Star. They weren't. It's they were literally given a contract with Netflix to produce ten shows. Yeah, eight or ten shows. They were given a lot of money, and they were paid two hundred and fifty million dollars for that. Wow! To basically do eight shows at like eight episodes apiece. That's it for two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, I'd walk away from Star Wars two for that. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of eras that they 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 touch and just ignore the the era of one through nine. Yeah. Well. So like, extended universe stuff includes all the games. So. Mm I know you've you've not seen any of the movies. No. Uh, okay. Well, you've seen you said you've seen I, two, of like two of them. So you know, you've not seen the movies. No. Um, <laughs> not I enough guarantee, to care. I guarantee you probably weren't paying attention when you watched them either. I was young. So, I yeah, remember but, one very well. Uh, four and five or okay, four or five, so not so much. I know you don't read because I don't think you know how to. So you've <laughs> never like, touched a book. Our RPG player exclusively over here, but I, I can't read. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> And then you've never read any of the comics or stuff, but no. you've played some of the games. Yes, I played the two Knights of the Old Republic games on the Xbox, which I absolutely loved. I loved the Knights of the Old Republic games. Mm. Yeah, maybe, those are... maybe to me the reason the movies don't resonate so much with me is because at the time they're used to being hands on with the Force. Four, five, and six, <laughs> like the Force feels very Mystical. underneath the the surface. Like, there is force, and people use it, but you really don't see anything happen, other than when he starts force lightning and actually, force and shocking the shit out of Luke's face. That's actually one of the biggest complaints about Star Wars overall. 
You look at episodes one, like four, five, and six. The Force is very subdued. Well, the Force is some mystic hokey pokey that no one believes in. It's I can influence your mind, but no one bullsh- knows. It's bullshit. No, yeah. Everyone thinks it's some old mysticism. But then one, two, and three establishes that the Jedi were the the Knights of the Republic. Yeah. That means every anyone who's part of the Republic that has ever interacted with Jedi knows who the fuck the Jedi are. Yeah. Knows what they do. So how is it when four, five, and six come along, no one knows what the fuck the Force is? <laughs> it makes yeah. no sense. That's part of the reason one, two, and three are maligned as much as they are. Well, and that's not not to to jump off this wagon too quickly but that was one thing that I I also had an issue with with episode 7 when they are talking about Luke Skywalker as if he's like this myth this legend like oh, all, yeah. all the all the rumors you've heard or all the legends it's like they're all true it's like what do you mean what legend like literally just 50 well, years ago he destroyed the granted, empire but like that's, that was it that, and that see I didn't take it so much as a he doesn't exist it's more of a of, you know, he was a hero of the fight against the Empire who a bunch of myth built up around. Uh, maybe that's... So, so, it sure seems like he didn't do a whole lot. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like, um, like, take some, like, you know, George Washington. How much of what we know about him is what you, what actually happened mm-hmm. versus the myths and the stories about him that right. came up because of some of the stuff he did. Yeah, yeah but people don't look at George Washington and be like, he's a hero! Like like uh, they would Luke. They may, they kind of built Luke up like he's all right, fine, like fine. some grand and glory, like he did feats no one's ever done before mm-hmm. in, in terms of the Force. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. well, fucker wasn't even a Jedi. Like, yeah, so it's... <laughs> so like, I, I kind of see where Paul's coming from on that point, where it's like... And, and that's part of where I think I fell off on the movies is the fact that the Force really isn't utilized. As, as like it should yeah. but then you get to the two games and it's like it, it's, it's spells really what's, what would be the word they're not spells yeah they're spells I guess they're space spells space spells <laughs> but it's it's like they're space wizards fighting with space swords yeah against space guns <laughs> it's fucking spells pew, pew. <laughs> But it just seems like they're underutilized, and I, to me, that's where it's both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, let's deflect it. But like, I, I don't know, and because I, I like that type of shit, so yeah. like for me, the mythos and the stuff, like, like I don't care about the guns and the fucking. Oh, I'm a space bandit. My name's <laughs> Han Solo. Like, I don't give a fuck about my name. Solo. Han. I hate Han Solo. He's a douche to me. Like. Oh, I love you. I know. Or whatever the fuck he says. Hey, hey, she hits him back with it, though. (laughs) He says, I love you. I know. But that that one was, that was actually pretty good because... It makes sense. Well, no, but, and it was written that he said, I love you back, but Harrison Ford was like, this dude's an asshole. Yeah. He's not going to say that. Right. So that's why he ad-libbed the whole, I know. But that's, to me, like, why would he be a beloved character? Like, to me, that's where I fall off. Like, like I, I said, I it's can't the, really relate the, to it. He's a scoundrel with a heart of gold type Yes, thing. because what, en- what ended up happening in episode four was he basically joined the rebellion to, right. um, to help with this one thing. And uh, basically, Princess Leia said, we're going to pay you handsomely. Well, he did what he was supposed to do. And he's like, I'm taking this money and I'm leaving. And so basically, when they were at their lowest point where it looked like they were going to fail, when Luke was making that final uh, run he to the Death Star, he shows up him. out of nowhere, helps him, and that's what he's like, You're all clear, kid, and I'll blow this thing and go home. So he came back. In episode four, he was literally just hired to ferry 
Obi-Wan and Luke right. off of Tatooine That's to a, a rebel base. That's literally yep. all he's there for. Yeah, he right. didn't want to get killed or anything like that. Like that's, He's not sticking. Yeah. Like, he, he's a smuggler and, and like a, a guy that makes his money doing illegal stuff. Why the fuck would he care about anything? And the most conspicuous and, ship and kind ever of a, created in the Star Wars universe. They don't touch on that, but that, they're, that's not the only ship of that style. I know. Movie. It's just funny, though. And it's like you're supposed to be this smuggler, incognito guy, and I'm traveling to the ship that is literally well, the only one you ever see. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's oh, that must be his ship. When you think about it, too, is like he's actually pretty gutless, too. Like, he, yeah, he dropped his, yeah, he dropped his, his spice load, which spice is kind kind of like the drug yeah. drug of, of it's moon sugar yeah skooma <laughs> yeah um but he he drops uh a load because he was was boarded by uh by the the empire and then it's like he gets his money and he just wants to run away because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to risk his life not to mention and, Jabba and stuff are after him because he screwed up yeah exactly so he's and a so, wanted man so by a criminal cartel yeah so he's basically he's actually pretty cowardly so for him to come back like that was huge yeah I suppose so. that's why that's why the the solo movie sucks is because they kind of paint him to be something else yeah and it's not within his character to be that way hmm but yeah like the games have better overall stories usually. Yeah, because I loved Revan. Even even um the whole Treya, I, I didn't mind the whole reveal. Clio, you know, you know, going against Malak the whole time, and oh, that you know, the Jedi ripped you apart from the Force and did all this yeah. sort of shit. It was cool. And then all of a sudden, it's the twist ending of oh, Revan didn't die. You are Revan. Yeah, that was a big blow in that type of game back and it, then. And it was cool because I remember the choice or the dialogue choice where if you chose to accept that you were Revan or whatever, like it alienated you from certain party members. Yeah. Or it it, it like because they were, was it if you chose to embrace it, like you lost all Jedi characters or something like that. Like it went one way or the other well, depending no, on which you path can, you Bastila, chose. You can corrupt to the dark side. Oh, that's right, you could. There is an ending where you corrupt Bastila to stand next to you at the end. So there was, like, a couple of different endings. There was the light side ending, which was, you that's know... That's right, because you were on the beach with all your party members. Yeah. And depending on the choice you made, it, you killed off the rest of the characters. They're like, it, it, it influences the happened. end quite a bit. It was a really cool idea, and I love that. And that twist to, fight, to me... Going to fight Malak and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. That twist to me at the end where you find out you were Revan was fucking awesome. Because it just, to me, it was something that hadn't at that point been done. Or yeah. that I had seen. So I loved that whole story arc. And even just the gameplay in general was a lot Well, and it was fun. just really well done. Even if that type of story had been done before, it was just really well told in the games. Yeah, because you really, to me, I had no idea that you were Revan. Like, they, I remember... It was a big deal back then, yeah, I remember. I remember little snippets here and there where like a person would recognize you or something. Or they thought or, they did, and yeah. you'd just be like, no, you got me with someone else. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, probably. And Yeah, so it's like little things like that. Even even the second one, where it was uh, Treya, which was kind of saw coming, because you knew she was going to turn on you anyway. Right at the beginning, you knew she was kind of a bitch. Yeah, but like even that whole idea was really cool to me. I loved to. Granted, I... I like two more than one simply because in the first one, unless you like blitz through the game, you don't get force powers for quite a long time. You, you don't get force powers till you either choose the Jedi or yeah, whatever. and so like you're already a good chunk away into the game building a the type of character that all of a sudden like you get to that point and it's like well 
you already have all this other stuff. Why would, like, using switching over, it sucks. It makes you super weak. Yeah. Whereas two, it's the first time you level up, oh, we're reestablishing your connection to the Force. Yeah. You, you know, you're going to start doing stuff. Choose what your basic class was and stuff like that. So Yeah, two handled it much better. But it was, the, the games to me, even just the older public in general, I liked the lore yeah. a lot. So it's like, I feel like I would be able to get into that if they ever did movies based on the older public. Mm. So, mm-hmm. but as far as like the Skywalker shit, like I, I don't think I could really get into it. Yeah, but who knows? Mm. That's uh, I know there were actually a shitload of fucking Star Wars games. They go all the way back to arcade originally. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. Star Wars arcade. Yeah. The, oh, the vector graphics, sure. like yeah, yeah. Tie Fighter I think that games. Was, that was before. Yeah, that was before it was on the Atari. Yeah, because uh, I remember the Atari ones. Then there was Atari. Mm-hmm. I don't. Did NES have one? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They had two of them. Oh, okay. And then I know Super Nintendo's got the first, oh, like, notorious one. <laughs> Super Empire Strikes Back. Well, they had all the Super Star Wars, Super Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, and Super Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like those so those and, and <laughs> Nintendo Empire was terrible. Nintendo had just Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. For some reason, they didn't do Return of the Jedi on the Nintendo. Um... Atari, they did Star Wars, they did Empire Strikes Back, they did Return of the Jedi, and then they did some offshoot ones called Jedi Power Battles. Um, I believe they also which did is, one called the Battle of Endor. Which is funny, because Jedi Power Battles ends up getting reused for the PS1 game. Yeah, I remember that There one. was a Star Wars Jedi po- Power Battle. Oh, Jedi Arena Battle, I'm sorry, it was called Jedi Arena Battle. Mm. Oh, okay. Yes, it wasn't, yes. Power Battles. Power Battles was PlayStation. Yeah, well, yeah, where you could be Plo Koon and stuff yeah. like that. That one was really fun. <laughs> I like that one, because they still had the uh, they had the lightsabers wrong in that one, too, where Mace Windu had a blue lightsaber. Oh, yeah, And yeah. Coyote Mundi had the uh, the purple lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> when it was supposed to be the other way around. That's funny. But uh, the Hasbro messed that one up when they initially uh, packaged, um, because neither character in Episode One used their lightsaber, so they didn't know which one had which lightsaber. And it, it wasn't found out until episode two that it's like, oh, Mace Windu was supposed to have the purple lightsaber. Well, and it's it's funny because like, in the movies, the whole reason he wanted the purple lightsaber was for him to stand out. Mm-hmm. Because in the movies there was only red, blue, and green. Yeah. But in the games, they had already established that their lightsabers came in a bunch of different colors. Mm-hmm. It was based on the crystal in it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and that that's one other thing that they they eventually changed later is, originally. The crystals that were in the lightsaber were one thing, and then there were the kyber crystals. Right. Which were actually force-amplifying crystals that, like, in the extended universe, Palpatine and Vader used to make themselves more powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, they reestablished, since I think Disney took over, maybe slightly before that, kyber crystals are what's in lightsabers, and that's what powers a lightsaber. Oh, okay. And it's really weird. So it's one of those things where it's like, I guess it works, and then like... Because in Old Republic, when you build a lightsaber, don't you have like the... Well, you also call it a focus crystal, and then you had a kyber crystal or something like that? Yeah, and then you also got the special one that that grew with you. Yeah. Because like they, the crystals pick their their force user basically. Yeah. yeah. They're on the same wave same wavelength of the force as you. That was, so you resonate together. It's that was of, a cool uh, a cool scene when you when you finally meet like the Jedi Council and you build your first lightsaber and shit and you get to choose the color and the, the uh, whether it's the duel. short or the duel or the, yeah. the staff. It was oh, that's cool. it was really well, freaking neat. Well, you got single lightsaber. You could get the short one like the like the offhand one, yeah. You yeah. could get like an off saber. You could get the the it's... staff one, like Darth Maul had, and then, and then you could do the blade. two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was really cool, <laughs> like just the amount of styles there were. But that that I thought was a cool part. 
Yeah. And then even even in the second one, when you come back to that place and it's invaded, and you fighting off everybody, yeah. like it was, the games were so much cooler to and me. The cast it seemed, was better. Yeah, and it just seemed more interesting than I guess the movies ever did. So like, t- yeah, to answer your question, kind of from the beginning, is like why I don't like it. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know why you hate it. It's okay. I don't not, hate it. It's it's okay not to like it, but I, why do you hate it? I don't hate it. I'm just I, I'm disinterested. You make fun of me for liking it. That's just that means well, that's like, just you. That means <laughs> hate it. We just make fun of you in that's general. That's just so. you. Like I don't like Harry Potter either. Oh God. Good concepts to me. Yes, because you hate yourself. We understand that. You look like Harry Potter. Just give yourself a little lightning bolt and you're Harry. Like, I I appreciate the Harry Potter movies. I I, I never read the books. I I, I like seeing the growth of the character from... I mean, I've never watched them, but I like that... From douchebag to douchebag? (laughs) So... so, Cool ideas. So, fun fun little fact here. Yes. First time... Oh, my God. ...that I was over at Andy's house. Fuck you. He had done a drawing... That yep. was on his, on like a mirror or something like that. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, when did you draw this? It looks like Harry Potter. Oh my god, I hated you. And he, <laughs> and he looked at me, and he said, it was a self-portrait. this was a self-portrait. It's not Harry Potter. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, but, it's it's, Potter. but the hair, it's got the swoop and everything like Harry Potter has. I came first. Are you sure? Are right? you sure this? He's like, no. It, it, it was a self-portrait. <laughs> it's me. It's not Harry Potter. It was the worst. And every time, ever since I saw it, every time I would see it, oh look, it's Harry Potter! <laughs> to have glasses and brown hair <laughs> in the in the 90s and 2000s when that movie I started coming out, would you were threaten, I would threaten him every time. I'm like, don't make me draw a lightning bolt <laughs> on that damn picture right there. <laughs> But no, like, Harry Potter I appreciate. It's an interesting idea. Like, I remember the one movie I was forced to watch that I don't remember much of, but I remember an end scene where the nose guy, the guy with no nose, what's his name? Voldemort. Voldemort, like, he does, like, this sonic spell that shatters all the glass in a cathedral and he makes a tornado out of the fucking glass. It was fucking incredible looking, and I thought it was a cool idea. But, like, I can never get into the lore of Harry Potter. It's such a good concept, but... Man, is it poorly done. Yeah, like that I couldn't do. Lord of the Rings, same way. I thought oh, Lord of the sad. Rings was the stalest fucking oh, story oh, I, I had it. ever heard You're in my just life. Wrong. That, yeah. like you were forced to listen to it on the drive to work over that is true. how many like weeks. That and is, I disliked it even from the get-go. That is actually one of the very few movies where I literally those movies like the the like the the uncut ones are like four hours a piece yeah, I and i that. have watched that trilogy multiple times yeah. and i could still watch it i could still sit down and watch it and enjoy it because those movies they still hold up today like they look great and they were made 20 years ago God, but that's really just, that old? for yeah, some reason one was the first one for some reason the lore of lord of the rings i cannot it's also what established basically everything you like about fantasy. But that's fine, but I still, it's just, I, I can't stand the characters. I can't the stand books. the creatures. Like, I just don't what? like anything. The big fucking eyeball on a tower. Well, that's, fucking stupid. That's Sauron. I don't give a fuck what he is. He's dumb. I, I hate the idea that, of him. That literally wasn't him. That was just his magic. That really was stupid. Because that was that was his tower. It's stupid. It's to me, it's tower dumb. of Isengard. But 
I just 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 there's so, so much of it. I don't I don't like Frodo. I don't like Samwise. I I, I can't connect to any character in that world because you don't have taste. I suppose maybe Star Wars is kind of the same way. I just I find no way to connect to any character. Whereas I suppose in the games you you are the character, so yeah. I can connect to them because <laughs> I get to make the choices for. Them. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's that's my biggest issue with a lot of those movies. Well, I say uh, especially with Lord of the Rings too. You didn't grow up reading that stuff. No, I definitely didn't. So, like I read like those books when I was I read The Hobbit when I was really really little. I watched the original seventy. Yeah, the seventies. Yeah, it was like seventy. Yeah, I think you're right. Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Like the the original animated movies. Like they were, and like those were trippy is weird, but. And for me, like my first, like because technically that's fantasy sort of. Well, I mean it is. It is. Yeah. Like my first experiences with like a fantasy genre like that were from like Dragon Warriors and Final Fantasies, where I am the characters. Uh, So for me to try to relate to a character that's already established, like it it was very difficult for me to get Mm. into that kind of a thing. Honestly, I grew up reading comics and books and stuff like that long before I was playing games. And the only comics I was reading was Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. You do not count. (laughs) The Hedgehog comics were so bad. But like that's that's kind of where I came from. So like when Lord of the Rings like the movies came out and people were going ape shit, I'm just like I don't get it. I don't understand your guys' fervor for these. And like Harry Potter, Alec read the books growing up. I tried reading the books. I tried, and I and I, and I I too I read those. Like I I read one and two and made it through almost I think all of three. But the books are just to me they, they seem so nonsensical. Well, it's not that it's. Like, I understand it gets better as the series goes on. Obviously, yeah. But, yeah. like, her writing in the first one, when you go from reading, like, Lord of the Rings or, like, Mists of Avalon and stuff, where it's literally, like, a tome I could beat you to death with, mm. and, like, the style of writing, like, going from reading that to trying to read what she wrote, and you're like, this is size 16 font, and it's like... <laughs> it's literally like a It sounds like, like Baby's first book. Yeah, it's like it's, a high schooler could have written this. Yeah, yeah. it's uh-huh. bad, and like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. At the time, she was, you know, she was homeless, like homeless and stuff like that. living out of her car. Yeah. And like, so it's like, okay, and yeah, her writing got better, and she did better when she had better, like, published, like, uh, not publisher, but uh, an editor yeah. to go yeah. through and do stuff, and it's like, okay, cool. I can but see it's, that, it's yeah. like, they're so boring compared to the stuff I was growing up reading or like even just reading like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy mm. like it's a book of nonsense Alice in Wonderland one of my favorite books ever it's a book of nonsense, a book of nonsense if you really look at it yeah, but it's but... still better written than anything she did <laughs> but Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a lot more funny there's that too <laughs> I like the humor of it <laughs> so I don't know but obviously good. they're I mean all three or four of these are enormous IPs that are mm-hmm. you know successful is, is an understatement yeah you know cultural so phenomenon essentially yeah. yeah I mean they Star Wars is such a phenomenon fucking Family Guy did an entire series of just recapping those movies uh, yeah. that's how I've seen the, the original trilogy oh, the yeah. Family Guy trilogy and actually the sad part is they're pretty accurate it's they pretty are, faithful actually. yeah they are other than the uh, we're gonna get the couch out of the dumps the, the, the trash compactor part yeah well that part <laughs> just made me laugh but um so one thing I wanted to ask is with the arrival of the MCU do you think that dethroned Star Wars as far as being a cultural phenomenon? No. Would yes. you say the Marvel 
cinematic universe is bigger than Star Wars. Yes. Um, as of right now, yes. Yes, it is. Um, Would you say it? I don't think it will ever overshadow it. I don't think so? See, I disagree, because what took Star Wars 30-plus years to do, MCU did in 10 but no. MCU also came at a time when graphics and storytelling and stuff had evolved to that point. No, it, it, it did not take Star Wars 30 years to get to that point. I mean, it was right out of the starting gate in 1977. It was a humongous Yeah, it, it was, but it, but it also was not to the level that, that the MCU has done stuff. Well, uh, that could I mean, be granted, a sign of the times. But that the, could yeah, be a sign th- of the that's times. Part, I, yeah, I suppose that's part <clears throat> of it and like, the difference in, in econ- economy between then and now. But like, what, the what? MCU has basically... Star Wars did not define sci-fi. No. It pulled from like Flash Gordon and other serials like that. Mm-hmm. The MCU has defined what is a comic book movie. Yeah. Star Wars has never done that. As much as I love Star Wars, it is it has not quite defined things the same way that the MCU has. Yeah, but I also feel like you had a there there was a lot more to pull from like the Star Wars universe had to be created literally just from those first several movies. Yeah. With the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they you had, had ages deep, of back. They had the playground. And, they had 80 years of and history. And that's why I think the MCU is bigger, is because it it has that much bigger, like, long-lasting... You have individual characters like the Hulk, yeah. Captain America, and Iron Man, who have very distinct and yet histories and origins. to pull it off. That is so weird. <laughs> that is so weird that they can't. They have such great IPs, such great characters, and they can't pull off a movie. They can't make movies to save their lives. Green Lantern. I like Green Lantern. Not the but movie, though. Not the movies at all. Oh, okay, I was going to no, say. No, no, no. I just talked <laughs> about oh, the characters. I was going to say, because, wow, you're you're one of the no. few who actually like that I've movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> to be honest, I like Green Lantern as a I character. I actually rewatched it recently. I don't think it's as bad as people claim it Had to be, it not but been not for good. the shitty CGI and the unnecessarily changing of Parallax to a giant space cloud, yeah, it might have been better. But then mm-hmm. there's also the fact that it's fucking Green Lantern. I have the most powerful weapon in the world that I can make anything out of my imagination... I'm going to make a boxing glove. Yeah. I'm going to make a racetrack. Well, well, wasn't that part of who had the ring, though? Or who was the Green Lantern? No, it's basically whoever was in charge of writing, and they sucked. Because I could have sworn every other one of the lanterns, whether it was, was it Hal Jordan? And who was the other? Kyle Rayner. Didn't they all make different stuff with the ring based on their personality? But the funny thing is, like, really the only thing that changed originally was the detail in their constructs. Because Kyle Rayner, well, Hal was a test pilot, Kyle was an artist, right? So his his constructs were more detailed, but like Hal's were simple and more effective, right? And then so, Guy Gardner came, and you're like, okay, meathead, what are you gonna do? So yeah. I felt like the rings were more like based on the personality of who controlled it. Yeah, but it's rather still than even, this thing is infinitely possible. It's just mm-hmm. who has the oh, ring. Oh no, at the it time. is still infinitely possible, no matter who has it. I suppose all of them are all eight. Whatever colors it is now, uh, it's, it's seven because it's it's green. Well, you got black, eight, 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 <laughs> it's eight, black yeah. and white. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention, there's also one other one that combines all of them. That's a light spectrum. No, sorry, well, I'm there. saying it's no. What's the other one? But actually, sorry there's to the go. New one too. Well, there's red, red, or I think it's all. Well, they all like over. It's all the, it's Biv, all the rainbow. Yeah, yeah it's Ragey yeah. Biv. So and it's basically eight. Yeah. But that goes back nice to one thing you had, you had mentioned kind of sort of in passing is I think Star Wars was a bigger feat 
to make the yeah, phenomenon. I'll, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Because if you think about it, all of Star Wars effects, at least for as much as I can remember, in four, five, six, wasn't it all basically practical effects? Yeah. yeah. Whereas the MCU is a lot of CGI. Mm-hmm. So you can do whatever the but fuck you want. But that's a sign of the times, too, though. But it wasn't even in episode one... There weren't some of the prequel trilogies practical effects, nope. too? No, no, not no, much 90, of it. 90% was CG. It? I thought that was some, that was a point they wanted to make, is that it wanted they, to stick to practical as much as possible. Nope. They did in episode seven and nine, yeah, is that J.J. Uh, Abrams went back to more practical effects. Which than, looks better. It does. Yeah. It does. Which that's that's the one thing I definitely give the original trilogy is the practical effects actually looks good for the time. <laughs> so like to see that kind of shit, like I feel like the S- Star Wars, while it didn't quite define that genre, it did. It was an impressive feat to pull off. But honestly, I feel like people's likes and that's, that's the only one I couldn't think of. Ultraviolet. No, no, I didn't even know that ultraviolet. Yep. Was color. Okay. Oh, UV light. Get yep. Mm. Um, but that is one thing that. Um, God damn it. Now, what was I going to say? Star Wars versus um, the building from no, nothing. No, I know versus... that. I know that. But, oh, the the people's interest, the way that they go, I mean, I, I feel like they're always constantly shifting. They're yeah. always constantly changing. Yeah. So, yes, at one point, Star Wars was bigger than anything in comic books. And, in fact, Star Wars was so big that it they started, comics. it became a comic. <laughs> And um, and now the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like this big multi-billion dollar juggernaut that just can't be stopped. Now even people who don't even like comic books like comic book movies. And it's, it's always going around like that. But the moral of the story to me, at least, is it doesn't matter what's bigger because something's That's always, something's always going to be bigger and something's always going to fall off the, the road. But you can walk up to anybody, any stranger, and say... What's Star Wars? They'll know what you're talking about. And I can, I can literally say the same thing about Guardians say this, of the Galaxy now. Yes, and you can say the same no thing about Marvel books. Prior to the MCU, other than like comic fans, knew who the it. fuck yeah. knew who the I Guardians had, were? No, I had no yeah. idea. Or even the fact that the Guardians and the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 are the second iteration of the Guardians. Yes, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not the first. Uh, it's actually even maybe third. even the third iteration maybe, of them. Yeah. yeah. And like no one other than like diehard comic fans it was, knew who it, these people were. It was the but Dan, now I can go up to someone and be like, who's Groot? It was the Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning mm-hmm. uh, run and of Guardians Groot of the Galaxy. became like so it's one of those things like Groot became like the like what Vader used to be. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. yeah, you may not understand where all these characters are, but you know who they are. Well, but that's that's my point is that regardless of what one is more popular at the time, each one has their place in pop culture history. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're always going to be oh, yeah. an iconic and recognizable brand. Oh yeah, definitely. And nothing's going to stop that. Yeah, that'll never change. I was say to me Star Wars feels like a bigger a bigger juggernaut because you really went from an age where communication was hard, where because there was no internet no. back then. To that was Star Wars was still even back when we were growing up in the eighties was a household name. They knew who Star Wars was back oh, yeah. then. So I mean to have that happen, yeah. and now like you said, people who don't even like comics like the movies, and they know what the characters. They know are what the characters now. are like, but this is also in an in an age of tech or an age of information. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, but how many people properly use it to learn stuff? Well, does anybody? Is that what Wikipedia is for? Yeah, we'll see. Aren't there other like, than shit talking other people? Yeah, there's only two things the internet's used for: shit talking and, and watching porn. <laughs> 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 <I> mean, really? <laughs> what else is there? 
So like Does that, the internet beyond that? Star Wars, while I is don't... Is there a porn site for shit-talking? Yes. I think there is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Berating porn? Are you crazy? You're a piece of shit! <laughs> it's humiliation porn. That's what it's called. Humiliation porn. Essentially dominatrix. Oh, it's is, is kind of that. That's terrible. But without the pain. That's funny. But to me, I may not like Star Wars as much as anybody, but I appreciate what it's <laughs> Oh, yeah, I definitely do. I'm glad that you at least appreciate oh, yeah. it and just, what it's done. Just like Link to the Past for the Super Nintendo, I may not like it. It's not my favorite by any means. And I, but that one I've actually experienced because I have played that multiple times through. But but I appreciate what it's done for the series, if not culture in general. So, Star Wars, man, holy shit! Link to the Past is what caused uh, the downfall the, of Zelda. No, no, no. Link to the Past is what caused Zelda Two to become a black sheep. Yes, it did. Of the family, it was actually a very well received game, and then because Link to the Past was so well beloved, then all of a sudden Adventures of Link just turned into like. What what was this? The opposite of the way stuff happens now. I know. Usually I know. it's the new game comes out, everyone hates it. Then, <laughs> then, then the next game comes out, everyone suddenly hates that one and loves the previous one. And it oh keeps my going God, like that's, that. You're so right about that, actually. <laughs> that's literally how it is. It's yeah, a cycle that keeps like, happening. It, yeah, it's well, it's the same thing with movies where all these movies that came out, like maybe even when we were kids and stuff, it's like it turned into these, like, they were terrible movies. Uh, Look at how big cult movies became. Yeah, look at us. We watch nothing but B movies. Well, I do anyway, and I love how bad they are. Well, but I'm, I'm even talking like I've, I've seen like um, documentaries on like movies like Have you ever heard of Hocus Pocus? Yep. Yeah. So like that movie was actually like critically panned, and it did. They, Disney it did thought it was terrible, flop. and that's why they changed it from a Halloween yeah. release date to like April. I yeah. Think it was, it, the next it, year. It did. It did absolutely terrible. But then all of a sudden, it's like it's a phenomenon. The the video sales were like through the roof. People loved the it video. Failed at the theater, but when and then it became VHS. a cult classic. Yeah. It's like Black Saints. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what what do you want? Although, <laughs> in in, in cases like Boondock Saints, I also think that was due to that was a, a lot of small, the director. Well, not just that, but a smaller theatrical release. Whereas Hocus Pocus, That's it's a Disney-backed movie. Oh yeah, that was everywhere. It was in the most major theaters, mm-hmm. and for some reason, just because of the when they released it, yeah, it did bad. Care. Yeah, they didn't care for it, and but then, then it it became a cult classic. Yeah, and... once Disney Channel, like ABC, and like Disney Channel. Started showing it, yeah, the VHSs and stuff flew off the shelves, mm-hmm. and it's like, now it's one of those movies where it's like, oh, find someone who doesn't like it, and you're yeah, like, what exactly. the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I don't like Hocus it's Pocus. It's okay. Like, well, no, it's just, it's just, it's funny, because, yeah, nowadays, like you said, it's like, try to find somebody who doesn't like it, it's like, when back then, it, it was yeah. like, oh, you like it? You really like that movie? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> Yeah, just like people who, when I tell them I love Avent- or, uh, Adventures of Link, is my favorite Zelda, and they're just like, "What's wrong with what's you? What's wrong with you?" Um, I'm sorry. When that game came out, like that was actually one of the most popular games of its still time. Still one of the better ones in the franchise, especially when you compare it to like Spirit Tracks. Or... Well, Spirit Tracks, we don't talk about <laughs> that. That's, just, that's but actually, yeah. that's funny because even Ocarina of Time, it, it's it's touted as one of the best Zeldas to date and yet I, I go back and I look at it and I'm just like I don't think it's aged gracefully well no. definitely not but even even the remake of it for the 3DS like mm-hmm. I still you know playing through it it's like I really didn't like that game all that much <laughs> like I, I liked Majora's Mask a lot because of the darker themes to it Twilight mm-hmm. Princess still felt kind of dark Skyward Sword wasn't dark per se but had dark undertones and I liked that a lot mm-hmm. even though people hated Skyward Sword yeah 
But it's like there's games throughout this franchise. Wind Waker, I loved, but I don't know. It, it's it's definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting. The masses are they're dumb, fickle, fickle. They just, they just don't know what they want. They don't know what they want. <laughs> they're they're when you ask somebody what they want to eat, I don't know. Where do you want to go to eat? I anything. But you know for a damn fact it's not anything. <laughs> no, it's not because then you, as then soon as you, I say one thing, no, it's like, no, I don't want right, Let's let's go to Taco Bell. Nah, I'm not really feeling like Taco Bell. <laughs> I just you said anything. Said anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, anything but that. You know, it's funny. <laughs> this is we should have ended this episode like twenty minutes we ago. No, it doesn't. But there's there is a meme I remember seeing where it's uh, about like husbands and, and wives when you ask the wife what she wants to eat and she, she says I don't care or whatever or, or I don't know you know and, and it was basically just bring her somewhere and she'll appreciate the fact that you you brought her or whatever and I'm thinking in the back of my head no she doesn't want anything I'm gonna bring to her to no so it's like this is the worst advice you can possibly give to somebody mm-hmm. a woman knows what she's wanting to eat or what she wants to eat she's not going to tell you you gotta figure it out <laughs> that's half the fun sure that's fun <laughs> if it was my choice it'd be mac and cheese pizza or chicken strips every day for the rest <laughs> of our lives <laughs> shit oh, so that's funny you said that alright yeah. well that's our Star Wars episode holy shit yeah that's a long one I feel like we could have gone. We could Star go Wars even go, farther. We could go longer. I could go longer between the comics oh, and yeah. the books, the games. The I mean, I, we, we could talk about it for hours. We could yeah. delve into Paul's history with collecting the figures. I mean, oh, even shit, the yeah. toys were a phenomenon in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But maybe we'll save that idea for when we get into marketing. like a marketing episode of some sort where I we talk about episode. toys of the '90s or because we made a comment that we were the best generation for toys. We did have the best generation. Yeah. So maybe that's a topic we could get into. We in also that. had a shitty TV shows to sell those toys, but we ate it up. <laughs> of course we so. did. Yeah. But that'll do it for this episode of the PTG PowerCast. So, what are your guys' thoughts on Star Wars? Did you like Episode Nine? What's your thought on the entire saga? Oh my god! Oh, and because I promised... Darksaber. What's a Darksaber? Huh? I'm spoiling Mandalorian for Paul. Darksaber. God damn you. No! <laughs> <laughs> Yay, our day is complete! I told you it would be one word! <laughs> it doesn't ruin the episode at all. I made it so far, I've been staying off the internet to try to avoid spoilers. That doesn't spoil you the story. literally gave it away with one Actually, word. You know what the sad part is? Hmm. Everyone I've talked to about that episode has no idea what the fuck I'm talking oh about. Oh my god, wow. come on. <laughs> no Star Wars fans. Sad part is they all claim to be Star Wars fans. I'm like, you're dumb, go away. <laughs> so, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on it? What do you like? What don't you like? Um, leave but us yeah. a comment. But yes, I am curious as to what your thoughts are on episode 9, if you have seen it. So, leave comments. Let me know what you thought. Uh, let me know if I'm if I'm off base on, on what I had said or if you, uh, if you agree. Let us know if you prefer, prefer like the old, extended, or now legacy universe, like the books and comics, mm-hmm. or do you prefer all the newer stuff they've yeah. been doing? That's a good point. Maybe at some point I will watch all nine, eventually. You're not that could be for our bad movie nights. Eventually. I, I actually would like to watch all of the movies at some point. Just we to see even, if maybe my perception or changes. Or maybe, maybe we can even we'll, we'll, we can break it into three nights or something like that, where we'll do one trilogy, the next trilogy, and then the final trilogy. No, all nine. All nine in one day? All nine in one day. I could do it. I could do it. 
Just make sure there's a lot of booze. You do realize nine movies at like two hours a piece. That's like it's almost a full day. Okay, I can do it. Just make sure there's enough pizza and drinks. There is no, there is no fucking. Give me enough pizza. Give me enough drinks. Give me enough. Give me enough uh, energy drinks. Give me enough snacks. I'll, I'll eat my way through anything. It don't even fucking matter. (laughs) As evidenced by the one we watched last time. God. All right, guys. Okay. <laughs> so hit us up on Facebook. Please stop. Fuck Thanksgiving 3. No, stop. Hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> Go to PowerTripGaming.tv. It takes you directly to the channel where you can watch us blast our way through the NES collection. And you can watch our other side quest videos where we play Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, and everything else that's not Nintendo. Absolutely. So that's it for the PTG PowerCast. Yes. So next time... Wait, there is no next time. Never You're mind. listening with power. Nicely done. I actually said it on my own. I let you. <laughs> <laughs>